Blog Talk Radio. All my life I had to fight. I had to fight my daddy. I had to fight my uncles. I had to fight my brothers. Girl, child ain't safe in the family mint. I never thought I had to fight in my own house. My beauty has been erased by the face society abusively creates. Why should I have to change your fold to the perception of what you think I should be when God created us differently? There's supposed to be some distance in between the characteristics of you and me. I was born to be different, unlike any other. And the seed of my black father was planted in the body of my white mother. I will never be any of one color. So why should I, on the inside, be made to feel like I'm some other? We shit the same, we piss the same, we all bleed one color. Man, you're my sister, you're my brother. I'm always gonna love you. And the black man will forever be the one I choose for my lover. I love to uncover the beauty of his thunder. It's no wonder why his black is beautiful, but yet so critical. Critically criticized by the demons who demonize the truth of a brown eye, the people in danger violated by strangers, all for a small wager. And the anger that I possess inside stimulates my black pride. My people, let's rise. Hold our hands together. Take a stand. Stand boldly to the ones who treated us coldly. Shatter their stony hearts. Go back to the beginning where the story starts. And our blood bleeds red, so don't you ever get it in your fucking head that charisma ever said black lives don't matter. My whole life this has been my battle. And this shit rattles my brain because everybody wants me to go insane. <laughs> Telling me to pick one. Your white side or your black side. And if I couldn't decide, then you label me confused just because my blood was infused. Man, fuck that. This is abuse. And even though I was introduced to my Caucasian family, they never embraced or embodied the beautiful black me. And motherfuckers try to tell me I get white privileges. No, no, the hell I don't. White folk ain't giving me a damn thing. Them fuckers treat me the same as you, 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 and you. Food stamps, Medicaid, no jobs, no loans. Having to change my voice tones. Use proper etiquette and language. Sound and look like who? So what the fuck am I to do? I get racism from all sides. Makes me feel I'm supposed to just roll over and die. But I'll be damned. I'ma stand strong with my head held high. I wasn't designed to quit. I was built to last. And the blast from my mouth is derived from my roots to the south. Being burst out of New Orleans makes my past so sad. The birth and pains that changed my mental. It was so instrumental to my mentality that perpetuated my reality. Hey, I've grown wise and gotten a bit older, so the words that I speak are very much bolder. I'm growing colder to the shoulders that screwed me over. I can see clearly they don't really feel me. Instead, they'd rather kill me. Suck my soul right up out of me. <laughs> but I laugh at that shit As if I was at the dentist and hell and gases with no cane on my lips Hilariously and hysterically funny Bitch, I ain't no snow bunny Don't call me Becky with the good hair Just because my skin is fair I won't conform to the blueprint that you imagine of me Don't get it twisted The African me is embedded in my DNA and my features Can't you see? Fuck you mean I must change to your bullshit concept of a fake ass me I won't fake fake Never had a poker face Sorry you never hooked me with that bait. Instead, I'll give glory to the most high powers that be for creating such a beautiful, 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 beautiful.
Your black is beautiful. Our black is beautiful. Fuck what society says. Who are they to tell us who we are and who we should be? Who are they but the jackers of our identity? So be you, because I'm going to be me. Welcome to Say That with Melissa Yelverton. I am your host. This is a Manifest Destiny radio production. Shout out to our online callers. Thank you for tuning in and supporting the show as always. If you would like to participate in tonight's show, that number to call in is 619-924-0845-619-924-0845. 0845 and press 1 to say that. Uh, tonight's show is sponsored by BMC Black Media Co-op. Together, everything is possible. We want to give a shout out to the callers that are on the line and already in queue. We appreciate you and those who are listening in. If you would like to participate in tonight's show, go ahead and press that 1 because you know we love the way you say that. Uh, Tonight is a uh, special night. We want to celebrate um, a man of many hats. Uh, Not only is he an entrepreneur, um, our station manager, production, uh, not only does he do uh, our marketing, he's director of our marketing department, he's also a poet and writer. so tonight we are celebrating the one, the only, the infamous, the Kevin Smith. Um, we appreciate all that he does. He recently um, released a book called Retribution. So we are celebrating him today. That book came out on the 15th. It is now available. I do have my copy. You should get yours. He is a very, very gifted writer. Um, and tonight is your opportunity to get to know him a little bit. And then after that, we cipher until they shut us down. Kevin, how are you? I'm good, and yourself? You feel me? I'm, I'm good. You what? Oh, I can't find out. Nothing, um... You know, excited to be here. You feel me? That for that that excuse me, that uh you know that, that track coming in by charisma that joint was fire. Um from the introduction to the music plus the content, that joint was fire, no doubt. Yes. Yes, up. anyone who doesn't know charisma, she also go by goes by the name Rizzy Riz. She is an outstanding artist. Um, she participated in our Soul Sister Cipher. Um, definitely a force to be reckoned with. Um, outstanding, outstanding, outstanding. Um, yeah, so she's a hip hop artist too. 
she a hip hop artist too. She rap fire on on the mic on both ends. So you know that 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 right there. You you feel me? That's a you know that's a that's a person of many hats. That's an artist of many hats right there though. Much respect to her doing her craft though. Straight up. Definitely, definitely. Um, so we we do have a a track or two by you, correct? Yeah, on the dashboard already loaded. Okay, so um, what is the name of that track? And can you give us a little little history behind it? Oh, oh, um, it depends on what you like. I don't really know what you know. My favorite joint is the intro to Evolution, but it's short. You feel me? Because it was what it was. The intro. It was. I was supposed to have a spoken word album out. I really didn't. I just gave it away on SoundCloud. You feel me? Okay, so, <laughs> so can y'all you know, get on him? Intro, when, y'all, <laughs> when y'all come on air, can you please get on him? Because he should have been had a spoken word album out. You know, he he slacked on that part. Okay, so back to the track. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite joint. My favorite joint. I don't know. I got a couple favorite joints, but my favorite joint is... Uh, Intro to is the intro to evolution, and uh, I just needed a, the history behind that is I needed an intro to uh, the spoken word album, so I just sat down real quick and then I jotted what was on my mind based on you know some of the research I had did that day. And uh, if y'all pay attention to it, y'all know what I was on when y'all listen to this, I'm gonna play um, intro to evolution. I know it's my favorite, but you know what. I think we spoke too soon. <laughs> Are you serious? We don't got it on here. Yeah. So what we gonna do is, I'm just gonna spit a piece. How about that? Cool. That'll work. How about that? Um, Mama O was on the last time, and she had so I queued up that piece that she wanted to, you know, hear me spit. I don't know if she on this time, so I'm gonna do uh, who taught you to hate you? Yeah. All right, the mic is yours. This one goes, yeah. yeah, this one goes out to uh, Mama Old. This is Who Taught You to Hate You. Who taught you to hate you? So much so that the ether design of your hair gets bleached and relaxed out so that you appear more American every time that you step out. Who taught you to hate you? And the color of your skin, which is rich with an influx of melanin, which connects you to the universe. So much so that when the sun touches your skin, you get darker to protect the valuable jewels that lies within you. So who taught me to who taught you to hate you? And the thickness of the, of your nose, which is the air intake valve of the human body, and it's a scientific fact that the more oxygen you're able to take in and funnel through the lungs, the faster it is that the body is able to run. So who taught you to hate you? And the thickness of your lips, which is important when articulating sound and seeing how we've been communicating before a lot of these other races were even around, it's only natural that our lips be developed and theirs less profound. <laughs> Who taught you to hate you? Couldn't have been anybody that looks like you, but rather someone that overstands the secrets hidden behind your intricate design and knows that four-fifths of the world is dark and one-fifth is not, disassociate themselves and break up into ignorant racial cells. Erroneously, we call them the majority in admiration of the way they stand together in hate for the diasporic black race. But we're the di- dinosaurs in Pangea, the house niggas on the plantation American, the land of the mentally enslaved and culturally lost. 
If you want to know who got you to hate you, ultimately, you did. Unwilling to educate yourself, you left yourself open for those to hate you to define you. So as long as you exist in the negative vortex and you can't love your original self, don't complain about having a complex because that's something I can't help you with. I desire for you to love you, all of you. And don't worry, shit, I have to do it too. And remember, when you're standing in the mirror, ask yourself, who taught you to hate you? <laughs> Act like you know. <laughs> um, that, that's a dope piece. Um, the one thing uh, I notice about your work is um, it's a, 90% is geared towards building people up, um, giving knowledge and, and opening people's eyes. Um, I would like to know how did you get your start? Um, well, no, no, no. How, what made you want to, um, to, to give knowledge and to, to uh, wake us up and, um, you know, produce this type of content? How did you get to that place? Man, it's like, because you can look at that question two different ways. You can look at it as like a, an origin question of like how I even start to do like the conscious joint because it's an interesting story about came in and went out. Or you can look at it as how I look at it as a how I create content every day. So which one would you want to well, You want to know how I started, started, or you want to know how I create content every day? Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, damn. Um, Loaded question. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, to, to begin with, to even start doing the consciousness, I was doing the love because my first book that I put out is called uh, um, Moments in Love. And then it was supposed to be a trilogy, but it ended up being a trilogy. It was supposed to be moments, memories, and resurrected in love. But anyway, if you follow that, you understand that the resurrection never happened. But anyway, um, so uh, while I was doing the love joints, you know, it wasn't. I wasn't really feeling it. I didn't really had a you know the emotion to do it. I wasn't really feeling it. So there was like a draw to something else, something different. Like you know. We we go different places and we see different things and we be, you know, amongst different people in, in, in different situations, right? And we come back to a place that we grew up and we were born in and we grew up in and we see how, for lack of a better term, fucked up it is compared to other shit. Real talk. And then don't nobody care. That's the cold part about it. It'd be one thing if somebody cared, but... Really, nobody cares. Listen, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. I started. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. No, um, no, I was talking. My bad. I had to talk to my sister. Um, so, um, like nobody cares. So I was basically like, yo, um. I need to talk about this stuff because it it don't we don't see it or we don't recognize it because I came at it wrong though when I first came out but you know um 
if we don't see it and we don't begin to recognize that we is act, we are actually the problem, you feel me, there ain't going to never be a solution to it. There ain't going to never be a turnaround because we can harp on a problem all you want to. Like you can see, you can see motherfucker walk down the street right now and see paper on the ground and four and five people will step over it, maybe even point at it, but nobody had been to pick it up. And, then, and when the motherfucker do been to pick it up like me, everybody looking at him funny. You feel me? Somebody got to talk about it. Real talk. Because it ain't always them. We picked up that thing like they, 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 they all the time, and it ain't always them. Sometimes it's us. You know what I'm saying? When you think about the communal system, the the the, the basic unit, you feel me, is the one, is the self. You got to take care of self first. If you ain't taking care of self, you can't take care of nobody else. You feel me? And if your neighborhood, your house, your neighborhood look all run down and fucked up, you the problem. So fix yourself first. You feel me? And then everything else will be a residual effect. Feel me? And this pretty much that's how I got into Um, ladies and gentlemen, his love poetry is beautiful, by the way. Um, he, he can say he's not into it all. He wants to. You have to read it. Um, I was I've been a fan of his work since two thousand and twelve. So, um, you should uh, go go back in the archives and stuff and, and check them out and go grab these books. So how many um, books have you published? Uh, I have moments. I got moments and memories. I have uh, Retribution, which is actually is a, is a, we, we, we're not really telling it the truth all the way. Retribution is a re-release. So, uh, it's been out, but, uh, you know, I did new stuff to it because I actually was writing another story, which is at the end, and I made it a universe. So all my books are really a universe before I, like, name them all. They're, they're a universe. Like, the Bobby Avalon series, when you, when you read or get those books, those series, Bobby Avalon is the whole universe. He's, he's what's going on, right? Even though he may not be the lead character in, in one of the books, He's in the universe, and he's what ties my books together, right? So, um, like, uh, he's what ties my books together, my, my like, crime mystery books together, because I write different genres. Um, so, Retribution is actually ties into another, like, two other stories. But Retribution ties into... Uh, um, it's a it's a continuing of bouillon and recyclable energy, and then it's retribution, <laughs> and all those go together, and all those characters are inside retribution, and re- and, and retribution characters are inside bouillon and, and recyclable energy. So I have those two. I well, I have those. Uh, I have the poetry books, then I have retribution, and then I have recyclable energy, uh, bouillon. And then um, my uh, uh, I have the Lynch Plantation, which is a like a slave narrative, uh, telling of the um, the Willie Lynch letter, like how it came to be. Um, and I have De La Vega, which is about a, a lost African tribe that has special powers, and they get discovered by they had long lasted uh being captured by slave 
but being enslaved because they was way in the interior of Africa, and um, they finally get discovered, and you know, I could give it all away, even though I would, but I give it all away. They finally get discovered, and then that's some happened right there. But the story follows a young girl named uh, Nefertari, and um, she becomes. Uh, the village, the village's healer, and it's like the book is wrote like a diary. So uh, you pick the diary. It's basically like you picking the diary up and you getting a look or a view into her world, you know. And it talks about all kind of stuff inside the diary, like her going through her metamorphosis, her, you know, what happened when the Dutch traders when the pale traders came in and, and finally invaded their village, and uh, how they, you know, fought against that. Um, that's awesome. So you have a, uh, small collection. Well, not even small. You do have a collection of books. Um, I would like for you to, uh, drop those links where they can be purchased in the, uh, event page, uh, if you could. Um, I would like to know, um, when you first started writing, (laughs) <laughs> like for for like as it being my goal to do like um mostly because I, I don't want to really say because you already know you already know today because like I already people like everyone shocked, else told, like, doesn't know talk. everyone I, else like, doesn't know I ain't really start I ain't really start writing I ain't really start writing creatively to 2012 I've never wrote anything to 2012. I never read. I never really picked up a book or anything since 2012. Wow. Um, I didn't even care about it. I was so, you, so you've been sitting there. You've been, so you've been sitting on that gift all these years. Like yeah. when you were young, <laughs> words never came to you. And you, nah. you know, jolly and down. Really? I was hooping. I was hooping. I was hooping. I was hooping. Playing football, playing basketball. I was doing all the sports. I was scared. Like I wanted to. I wasn't even concerned with that. Or I was down the street playing with my brother. So I ain't. I ain't care about none of that. Riding BMX, you feel me? Down the street, jumping off curves. That's all I cared about. Playing Nintendo. I ain't care about none of that. Not right now. Wow. So nah, what not happened? at all. Nine to two thousand twelve. Uh I got introduced what to the secret. <laughs> I got introduced to the secret in two thousand twelve. The law oh, of attraction. Okay. Real talk. And then it was so it was so fundamental, like like my law of attraction. It was so fundamental. It was so it was so bottom basic, like when you get it. Because I was like, you know, I'll offer everybody out there, you know, we, you know, dabble in recreational, you know, uh medicinal herbal yeah, pain so, relief. Uh-huh. And, and uh so so um <laughs> you needed something to uh to put it in. So you needed a shell, blunt, a wrap, whatever you say in your Oh my gosh, building. Kevin. And uh what? So I would I would say I need a dollar, right, to get that, right? So everybody know the struggle. You know, you need a dollar. So I would go out, you know, after getting up and doing it according to what the secret, you know, tell you to do. Not really tell you, but tell you what you should do, suggest, so you can be right with the universe or whatnot, or, or the God of your understanding. 
You feel me? I'll go outside. And sure enough, a dollar will float right by me. Swear to you. Hand up. Hand up. Swear to you. Dollar. But that's what I thought of. <laughs> like, that was what, that's what I wanted to manifest. They said manifest a cup of coffee, right? But I don't want no cup of coffee. I wanted a blend. So that's what I would manifest. Every day, a dollar. <laughs> Until I started to want bigger and better things. And my goals became bigger and better as I got, you know, into the secret. And then that's when it, the door, like, opened up. And it was like, hey, you can write. <laughs> you can write to a poetry book. Like, oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I'm going to get on it. And I did it. In 2000, I got introduced to it in, like, March 2012. And then... August of 2012, I was, I was, I'm talking about you, I never wrote nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And in March of 2012, by August of 2012, I was publishing uh, Moments in Love. Um, and I published mm. like once every three months since then. I was publishing like once every three months since then. And then I slowed down in like 2015, I think I uh, slowed down and then Retribution and the new story. So, um, if there are any writers online, on the line, um, listening, um, what, in your opinion, which is the best way to be published? Oh, um, I'm telling you straight up, I wish I would have followed this advice is go after the major deal. You get what I'm saying? Go after the uh, literary agent straight out. Because even though they, because the, the wisdom in behind that, I can tell you stories and, and, and stuff, and then you could be, oh, you know, I get it, I get it, but I don't, I don't do all that. You feel me? I tell you just like it is. You feel me? Go after the major deal, because when they tell you no, 99.99% of all agents and all publishers going to tell you why they told you no. And in that why, it's going to tell you what you have to work on to get it right. It might be that you might have to send your, your stuff to an editor and they might have to go on do a content check and rip your story up. Don't fall in love with it because it's not yours. They are trying, you're trying to sell that. Understand that you're going to be, that's going to be pulled away from you. And you're going to have to turn your back and walk away on that story that you spent days, right, nights, right, you know, saying it up. That's your baby. But ultimately, you're trying to sell it. So if they tell you chop it up, chop it up. Because that could be life-changing money. You feel me? This little, these little rules you get from these uh, self-publishing, and don't ever do vanity publishing. I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's vanity publishers are online right now. I totally despise vanity publishing. Why is any author going to pay to put their own work out? When you got, when you got uh, 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 these mid-level and major publishers going to pay you for your book. They're going to pay you for your manuscript. They're looking, they looking for authors like y'all all the time. Look up literary agents on Twitter. They're going to put their uh, email address and in their in in website. They're going to tell you, go to my website, you're going to see it. You go to their website, bam, it's going to tell you the submission. Bam, they're going to tell you exactly how to submit it. Boom, you in there. You should never pay nobody nothing to publish your book. Nothing. Nothing. Don't ever pay nobody nothing. I don't care if you're on there right now. You got to get word to hide. Say, I'm messing your business up all you want to. 
Mind you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a publisher. I publish my own dream. And I ain't never turned nobody away when they ask me how. You feel me? Yeah. That's what I, that would be my advice to any author that's on here. Go after the major deal. Even if you don't know how to query, I'm giving you your keywords right here because that's how they would give it to me. Even if you don't know how to write a query letter, you feel me? They're going to only ask for the first five pages of your book out the gate. Some of them, and you're looking for unsolicited. People are that are taking unsolicited submission. Other than that, you got to get a writer's, another author's, major published author's recommendation to, mm. to query that agent or query that publisher. That's what that means, defining that, solicited or unsolicited, and read for that. Some of them say, I'm not taking unsolicited manuscripts. Roll on and find you another one. That, but that's part of the process of doing it. And then you can go to uh, Amazon, right, and get the uh, the author's blacklist. I, no, it's not called the blacklist. It's the directory, you know, publishers and agents directory. You know, author, whatever you do, poetry, you know, whether you do, you know, whatever you write is there. The agent directory is there. You ain't going to get it. Them numbers that they actually got on the, on the Internet really ain't going to go to nobody. You need that directory. It only costs 20 bucks. You feel me? Mm. The author one cost twenty, and then the um, the poetry one is cheaper. I think they like the short story. They got one specifically for short stories for everything you need. The all you know the directory is right there on Amazon. You can get it. You feel me? The agents, everybody, everybody hookup is in that directory. You feel me? So you all, everything you need is right there. You got your manuscript, query letter, you did your uh, research on your agent or or your publisher, you know exactly what they want. You got to solidify your grammar straight because they will throw your manuscript into trash if your grammar is trash. I'm getting this. I'm telling you this because I'm, I'm, I mess with, you know, I, what I can't tell you about, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they will throw it in the trash and have no qualms about throwing it in the trash, even though it is something that was sell, but your grammar jacked up. You feel me? So you got to look like you got it together. Like you're not skipping steps. You're taking every step possible for them to say yes. You feel me? Everybody know that. When you're going to the prom, you want to be suited and booted. You feel me? You ain't going to wear no blue shorts because you ain't going to get next to your prom day if you wear blue shorts. You got to be suited and booted. Everybody want to be best dressed. Make sure right. your baby best dressed. Make sure your baby best dressed by the time it leaves your hand to their hand. Make sure it's best dressed. You knew you couldn't do nothing else to it. Guarantee you're going to sell. I'm at that point right now because I tell you a testimony about me. I got scared because I published this way. You feel me? I'm like, damn, now it's time to query. I don't want to query because I'm stuck in my ways. Well, we have to get up out of those ways. Get out of those ways. Um, I want to <clears throat> Take this time to shout someone out. Uh, shout out to Adrian Horn. If you all are looking for an editor, hit her up. Uh, she's on Facebook. For sure. Uh, so, um, Kevin, do you have another piece? Well, I don't. We can we do that? Like, can we just open, hit hit, hit some people in, and then <laughs> you know, because I do this too. And I, if motherfuckers get along with it, I'll be like, man, shit. 
Fuck his little book. Shit. <laughs> I just want to spit. Shit. Fuck his little book. Okay, cool. Well, I was taking some notes. I hope I hope y'all were taking notes. I took notes, and I'm hitting up Amazon for this list. Um, so what we're gonna do? We are going to open up the mics, and um, when your mic is open. If you have a question, you can ask that. Um, if not, you can state your name, spit your piece, and we're going on to the next because we will cipher the rest of the night. All right. So first one up. First, the, uh, first one on the. Oh, oh my bad. I'm I like this. My show. Okay, who is it? My bad. Nah, who nah, is nah, it? Your you world better world. stop. This your world. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. I'm just, I'm just chipping Dale trying to get him there. <laughs> so, Stop it. Stop it. Right, we got six four six. Six four six, you're on the air. Can you come back to me? Can you come back to me? Oh yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Was that Queen Time? I sound kinda. I don't know, but you never can. Yeah, I never want to make assumptions. And we got, we got like 803. We got 803. 803 on the air. Hey, what's going on? Say that. What's going on, Kevin? Mr. Van Meadows, correct? Yes, yes, that is correct. Okay, so this gentleman was on the show with me last night and spit a dope piece. Um, <clears throat> we were a part of the uh, um, celebration and dedication to uh, uh, Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder uh, Inner Vision, and um, he did a, a, a wonderful piece. How are you, Mr. Meadows? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, did you have any questions for Kevin Smith? Or I don't have a question. I just have a. I do have a comment. Um, he did spit last night and, 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 and brother I sure hope you do that piece That you did last night I believe it was called Role Model And I know I for one would love to hear it again Because I think it was It was really dope And the piece that I have tonight <clears throat> um, I'm doing an erotic piece It's called Taste of Essence all right, the mic is yours. All right. One taste of you is all I ask. It's been a while since I last had a last taste of your sweet nectar grace my lips. Just the other day I caught a glimpse of me sucking your fingertips. Memories flooded my mind of just how good you taste. Beyond what the sweetest fruit could, that drip onto my lip then into my mouth turns me on making me want to go south. The purest form of beauty when I think about how well our bodies sink and then I blink because the visions make me hotter and hotter because I imagine you wetter like a succulent juicy peach sweet pineapples within reach not even my favorite fruits can measure against your suppleness nevertheless I still in my mind undress your deepest mind riveting desires awakening the passionate fires holding back three words I want you then ultimately uttering I love you because the innermost feelings you give me challenge the outermost regions desperately. 
cautiously I'm compelled to stimulate and eventually penetrate your mind, body, and soul. Creamy wetness is my goal. Can I have just a taste? I promise you I will not waste a single drip, not a drop. Give me what I want. Stop misbehaving, your silhouette flaunt. Share deduction, smooth dedication to the effects your body has on my presence. I just want the taste of your essence. And that's that piece. Um, that was uh, very, how do you, it was very, it was a sophisticated, seductive, erotic piece, um, if if that makes sense. <laughs> um, I like that. I, I like the way you spit. Um, yeah. Thank you. I, I like the way you, um, you delivered it. Yes. Um, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I thought I was on mute. I had muted myself. I do apologize. I do apologize. My bad. No problem. Um, I was just telling Van that um, that was a seductive, sophisticated um, piece that he just did. Um, I really love uh, the way you deliver um, because you you pull the you you pull the listener in and. Um, and your delivery is always on point. Um, and uh, uh, you're you're one of my favorite artists. You're out there. Um, I don't know how long you've been doing it, but yeah, um, yeah, pretty pretty dope. Pretty dope there. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're I gonna fired. put yeah, you on. Thanks. <laughs> I talk with it. Then I talk at the road time. I try to compliment his pieces. He's about to cut me off, but it's all good. Can't get it right. In the beginning, huh? Stop it. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> but, uh, nah, definitely. Though it was like so much emotion in that. Like, you could feel like, 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 you feel like, you got to, like, question, like, you did that, though. Like who who you spit that to? <laughs> oh man, I I spit that to nobody, <laughs> nobody yet, <laughs> nobody yet. Um, that's a piece out of my hey, third girl. book. Um, I, I would be that. I would just call you up one night and be like, hey, out of on. your third book, <laughs> you said yes, your third my, book. Yes, out of my third book. Okay. Yes. Hey. Nice, nice. What's the name of it? Oh no, that ain't. It's called uh, the Ebony Collection, Volume Three: Pain, yeah. Suffering, and Pauper Two. Okay. Cool. That's what's up. Well, thank you for so, thank you for um, calling in. My pleasure. Um, thank you for having me. Thanks. We're gonna put you on the couch, and we will be back around. So get some more pieces ready. Absolutely. So, Kevin. 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 What's going on? <laughs> Do you have yeah. role models ready? Oh, I have hey. opened the other person up, but oh, I was the too, my bad. <laughs> See, I had opened up brother Oh, you made me, you made me do it too much. Okay. I can't get it right in the beginning. Brother Oh, my bad. <laughs> It's just, it was good, my Ken. bad. How you doing? I'm the walking miracle. <laughs> I'm trying to make it through this interview. 
That's where it's going. Yeah, he's got his. He's talking all. He's talking all in the background, forgetting to mute his mic. He, you know what is going on with him, brother? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> so how are you doing, brother? Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um. I'm interested to see what you brought to the mic. The title of this poem is called yeah. when, did, when Did It Become Normal For Our Kids That Died Due to Senseless Violence. I did, brothers and sisters, ask me this. When, when did it? become normal for our kids to die due to senseless violence. Living up in a jacked-up society where it is normal for young people to die during the senseless violence, if black lives really matter and were treated as valuable, we would never accept violence as a normal occurrence. The proliferation, saturation of violence in our music, movies, video games, and reality shows as we sensitize some of our young men and women to the point where human life has no value to them. We need to wake the hell up and become outraged about this sense epidemic of citizen violence which is destroying our community. This vicious cycle of citizen violence is repeated thousands of times daily in our neighborhoods all across the country. We've got the Negro Rocks and walk around here like that shit is a way of life. My dear brothers and sisters, tell me this. When did, you, when did it become normal for our kids to die due to senseless violence? You want to know what the real problem is? We got a lot of jacked kids as is all the jacked parents who spend all of their time partying and checking their social media pages instead of spending time with their kids. We got jacked up parents who don't teach their kids right from wrong, who want to be their friends by scoring and riding them, reward their bad behavior instead of whooping their asses. When I came up in the 1980s and 90s, I remember brothers and sisters selling their conflicts with this. Yeah, they beat the hell out of each other, yet both participants in the fight there to see another day. They didn't resort to using guns and knives because they were taught about the value of human life and using their fists was all the protection they needed to defend themselves. Yeah, I had my share of getting in the fights too because I was tired of people trying to intimidate me and push me around like I was weak. However, I wouldn't even think about resolving my issues by shooting and stabbing another brother. Because I understood that my actions would have serious consequences in life. It's all about choices. Don't make no damn sense. All this sense is about is criminalized by young men and women over stupid-ass arguments, disagreements, and social media beef. Now, if you got to resort to using a gun to resolve and tell you excuse, you are a punk who is scared of taking ass kicking. You're scared to talk to your brother and sister about what the real issue is between you two. 
And you scared to stand up for yourself without having a weapon in your hands. My dear brothers and sisters, riddle me this. When did it become normal for our kids to die due to senseless violence? We are doing to ourselves what the middle passage and transatlantic slave trade couldn't do. What slavery couldn't do. What the KKK and all the white supremacist groups couldn't do. What the lynch mobs couldn't do and what racism, segregation, and discrimination couldn't do. All this senseless violence has broken our hearts, caused us great sadness and grief, has created a mentality of apathy, has caused us to accept it as a way of life, has created a culture of colder shadows where snitches get stitched. Thousands upon thousands of young men and women have lost their precious lives through the senseless violence cut down by bullets instead intended for someone else over bullshit. Dying prematurely on these harsh streets in our inner cities across the country. And tragedy, they won't be the last ones. No more proms or graduation. No more birthdays or holidays. No more time with their friends and family. No chance to reach their potential. And our future generations are in serious trouble. We don't wrap our arms around them and get involved in their lives now. On May 6, 2018, at 6 o'clock evening, in my city, East Chicago, Indiana, an 11-year-old boy was a straight-A student, an inspiring NBA player, was sensitive Senselessly gunned down while playing basketball in the park with his friends. Now, we will never get the opportunity to witness him give out his dreams to play in the NBA. His family won't ever see him walk across the stage to celebrate his academic achievements or play on another basketball court. He won't ever celebrate another birthday nor will he spend the holidays with his family. His family is left to grieve his loss because a punk decided to use a gun to try to kill another young man during the fight over bullshit. Now, the same young man who killed this 11-year-old boy is facing murder charges as an adult. The words can't describe the outrage I felt at that moment when I was writing that verse. This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. My dear brothers and sisters, answer me this. When did it become normal for our kids to die due to senseless violence? That's that thing. That um <clears throat> that's a real piece. Uh, I like the part where you said we need to <clears throat> wrap our arms around our children and get into their lives. Um, especially, you know, nowadays you see um, propaganda raising our kids. You see um, uh, more and more violence um, and less and less parent activity um, in the lives of our, our kids and that's that's becoming more of a problem because they're finding themselves in these 
situations where, um, you know, there's black-on-black crime, there's, you know, hate crimes, there's all these other things, and, you know, they're putting themselves in positions they don't need to be in, especially with the police. Um, and we need to interact more with our kids because now it's it's to a point to where we're praying for them to return home because we don't know what's going on, and they need to be more aware um, and it's a shame that we have to um, teach them how to interact with the police as to not be shot. And then sometimes that doesn't even work because of the anger against our, our young black people, um, black people in general. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's really scary out here. Um, and I, I thank you for that piece. Uh, it's very important uh, that this, this type of message gets out. Um, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, no problem, So, how's your your um, your project coming with uh, reaching out to the young men? Well, I, I think this is a form that would uh, that this type of form needs to be uh, heard need to be heard by young people because somebody needs to tell them that life is valuable and precious. And yes. Because yes. uh, um, they need to understand the consequences of you take somebody's life, not only do you affect their family, you affect your own family too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, I remember someone... Uh, did a piece talking about um, your someone's son took away someone else's son of someone else's son and that you know just hearing that that was so heartbreaking I think it was Joe the Bourbon Mind Dancer I probably paraphrased that incorrectly but that was so um, that it hit really hard and it's it's a sad day, you know, where we look at each other and we find threat with each other, you know. Um, it's it's just yeah. it's bad. But um yes, young people do need to hear that. Um you need to uh find some avenues to get to them, brother O. Right. So we'll we'll see uh what we can come up with. Um thank you so much, Kevin. Kevin. So I'm here, you know, I was just waiting for my turn the last time, you know, I was speaking out of turn. Trying to make it a good trying to make it a good one, you feel me? Trying to make it a good one. I ain't trying to make it I'm trying to follow up and trying to fumble. Yeah, no, nah, uh, I like your your piece is always very necessary, Nate. Very because you win awards, you didn't, you didn't win awards for no reason. You feel me? Your content is very like relevant, and I hear what you're saying because like when I was in the army, I used to roll with cast from East St. Louis. You feel me? And uh, and um, well, I know how rough it could get. You feel me? And especially up. In like the East St. Louis, Chicago, if you you know what I'm saying, all that area, and then in the Indiana area, I had a cat that was I would roll with a cat that was from there, and then to hear them tell their stories, you know, and I'm coming from California, you feel me, and I'm like, 
you know, damn, we all had it harder. And then they look up to me because from where I was from, and they looking up to me. I'm like, damn, why y'all looking up to me? Because I ain't seen half these cats ain't even doing what y'all doing, and y'all trying to, you know, put on this front or this reputation for me, and it ain't really what it's about. You feel me? So I know how hard it could get up in there. So I definitely would just like, I don't know, you know, co-sign or nothing, but I'm just saying, though, what you're doing right there, you definitely need to keep on doing that and keep on following it because it's going to pay off because they definitely hear you. I appreciate it, Kevin. Oh, yeah, no doubt. All right, brother. Oh, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for that piece. We're going to put you back on the couch. um, Brother, oh, but, but before you go out, before you go out, though, Brother O for your like always promoting the show and stuff like that. I hope you got a Netflix account because you know we gonna get you a movie for the night. You feel me? So you gonna get a movie? Okay. I got a, I got a little gift card. I'm gonna slide to you after the show or in a little bit when I can get to it. I'm gonna slide. I'm gonna get you. Your, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a movie for the night. Couple movies for the night. You feel me? So you can so you can relax. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh-huh. That's all. That's courtesy. That's courtesy. Uh, you know, uh, the BMC. You know, Sponsor Smith Books. You know, for so thanks for coming to the show and always supporting the movement on what we do. We yeah, appreciate right. you, Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh uh, yeah. So, put uh, brother on the couch. Um, did you want to do? I mean, we can. Yeah, I, I will do three more, and then you'll drop uh, role models. Yes. All right, for sure. Okay. Got 415. Thanks. 415. Hi. Oh, Hello. Hello. Oh, this Yay, is you're on early. <laughs> you got on early. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Smith, I'm very impressed with you. Um, I've, I've first only connected with you, uh, through say that show. And since I've heard you spit, apparently the Kevin Smith is earned (laughs) because you truly are an amazing and gifted artist. Um, I've not heard one thing where I went, okay, what was that about? Not once, not once. And you come through powerful. You clearly could have, if you haven't, and I'm just the last to know, easily had a musical career. A musical oh, wow. career. You are one of those, <laughs> one of, there aren't that many in our community that have a lyrical way of spitting their pieces so that not only is there a cadence to it, but it's the key and the tone that of your voice that you use in a harmonic way when you speak. Right. That that it it really is a it's I would say that S Y A is one of the other people I know who does it. But I, I think you know what I'm talking about when you speak. It's low, high. There's a pitch, and that is a unique gift. You could have easily easily been a singer if you're not already a singer, a rapper. You're a rapper. <laughs> the last know clearly. He could have been. I told him um, he's got a couple of tracks, and he sounds just like Tupac. Like him and Tupac could be brothers. Um, See, he's, got that, he's got that voice. Tupac yes. did it where even when he was flowing, 
he wouldn't have needed any kind of music in the background because it was very lyrical the way it was done. And you have a gift for that. And I really appreciate your gift. Thanks. I appreciate all your words. I repeat that. Like, it's so powerful because right now on the spectrum, the spectrum is fantastic right now. I don't even understand because you got a vibe universally. Like, I'm vibing right now. The spectrum is fantastic right now. It's all because, you know, we all interconnected. And that right now, let me know that, you know, poetry is something that we all are doing. You know, you feel that? Mm-hmm. Like, can you feel it? Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I for real. I love it. Like the vibe is awesome right now. I can hear you ladies smiling. And, <laughs> yes, I can hear it too. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is the one and only Sylvia Blaylock, aka Dark Joy Child, who is the host of Poetry in the Raw. And if you are not hip with this show, you are missing the hell out. Um, the last couple of shows have uh, left me with chills on top of my goosebumps. So you guys got to really, really tune into this show on Monday nights at Epiphany Radio. Once again, that show is Poetry in the Raw. And she is an author, and her book is Uprising. It is on Amazon. So, Sylvia, what do you have for us tonight? Um. The name of the piece is World Poetry Day, and I wrote it a couple of years ago, um, and I thought I would do that. Okay, I could join. When power leads men towards arrogance, poetry reminds him of his limitations. When power narrows the areas of man's concern, poetry reminds him of the richness and diversity of his existence. When power corrupts, poetry cleanses, for art establishes the basic human truth, which must serve as the touchstone of our judgment. Three weeks after breathing these words, John F. Kennedy breathed his last. Some words took on life even more so after the speaker has passed. Though that eternal portal aloft through that eternal portal aloft a gunman's direct hit, they sought the silence that the speaker's death would permit. The echo of fear and indifference should resonate with all its ingrained indecency and manufactured hate should ricochet with no ping to the familiar darkness we should cling. The pen is feared by those who never learned its secret. Life's cadence, oft dictated by the tread of commerce, takes a stutter step to fall into step with the beating of its own heart. I still have the rubber bracelet that I bought at Poetry Fest. Poetrymovement.org, it says. And the CDs, and the DVDs, and the books, autographed some are, all cherished are. One day they will write about this movement, the movement that moved black poetry from Harlem's renaissance to the digital substrate during the time of the worst president in the history of this country. The years when black people in America took its first true steps to independence. We who are already ahead of the curve. We who have prepared from the moment that we were dragged off of those ships onto ravenous shores 
whose welcome was meant to be our ultimate demise. They would suck the ink right from our pens if they could. They will talk about us one day in the ways that James Baldwin never imagined. The trick of full exposure in the binary age is that dots can be connected when the view is hindsight. The missing context of experience now travel with the message, and one day, when they speak of us, all will be revealed in the history that is not swept clean in our wake. For they do like to sweep our histories clean in our wake. That one guy who may or may not have had split personality disorder or was phenomenally unrecognized character actor, no more rope indeed. And that sister, who they called a nun, who preached a gospel that integrated the body as a temple, the mind as a pulpit, and the heart as a baptismal font. Kill it, and now we really know. They cannot kill every voice of dissent until they kill all the voices. And what is the point of ruling if there is no one to rule? Pity the fool. We knew that one day this experiment would fail as all truly malignant things fed on the blood and tears of this world's guardians is doomed to fail. And our pens were unafraid to plot the course forward. They will talk about this movement one day, and I will be able to say that I was there, that we truly had no idea how big it was until we looked back at all that we had done through the eyes of those who will come after. And that's that. Ah, that was beautiful. Beautiful, 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 well-spoken, deep, and we will live. Uh, it is so important that everyone who has a voice grab that pen and ink that out and say that. Um, we we have the keys. We have the keys to change the entire world. We do. Um, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, we yeah. are the key. We we have mm-hmm. been led to believe that there is something we needed to find, that there was something we needed to do, that there was something outside of us that we needed to seek, a, uh, uh, like uh, Lord of the Rings and, and, and some shit where you got to go through a journey and a struggle to find some shit. And it's more like mm-hmm. fucking Wizard of Oz where we had it the whole time and we've just been traipsing around with lions and tigers and bears and shit when, in fact, right. we've always had it. And I think we're right. not, we don't have the key. We really are the key. And that's why they've been trying to use us for our generations. Um, and I tell Kevin all the time, um, he likes to hide in the in the background and not um, get out and, and speak. Oh, and he's got So, <laughs> yes, he has so much knowledge, so much wisdom. Um, and, Kevin, how's uh, that working out for you? Turned. All right. <laughs> it's rough. Right. Ask, rough. ask him. Say that. Ask him. You know what? How's that working out for you, the hiding out thing? Migraines? Depressed? Yeah. You're not it, meant to hide, it, sir. It is. I got heart. really felt like I was, I was like, she know, I was like, oh, my God, I think I had a heart palpitation. But it's anxiety, though. You know what? You are definitely, in my memory, associated with Sadat, who I think is one of the most amazing personalities and poets and bar spitters. Because, girl, look, you kill me. 
You're like, oh, <laughs> I think I'm going to just do this little piece. And then you just blow up people's studios and shit. You just come through, blowing stuff up. <laughs> okay, then. I'm going to do this little, little piece. And, <laughs> and then she just comes through and just smashes everything. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that delicate little thing, that the shrinking flower thing, I'm never going to believe that about you again. <laughs> uh-huh. well, oh, I brought a little you. something. <laughs> I brought a little something, and then it's like, oh, I'm not even going to well, sing that know, part of the music. <laughs> but you know how it is as a writer. You're like, you know, really critical over yourself, like, ah, this doesn't sound right, ah, I shouldn't do this. And then plus, you know, I'm I'm nervous when when I spit. So, you know, uh, it's always uh, something different for me every time I I go to do a piece. I'm going to close with two things. One of them is there's a link for Sister Taraji, and I won't take up any time. I know that you're going to do it. Please, if if anyone can help, if my words affected you at all, I'm not going to tell you where to get my book, get it autographed. We'll talk about that some other time, but Sister Taraji needs us. If you were going to buy my yeah. book with that last $20, maybe you give it to her. If you definitely, can't show me definitely. proof that you that today is, is May 23rd, I'll send you a book. You show me proof that you sent her $20, I'll send you a book. That's my pledge. You heard it here first. Amazing. And the second amazing. thing is, the second thing is to you, sister, I'm keeping my eye on you. Oh, you don't make me cry. Um, and that's not allowed on Say That. <laughs> oh, thank you. Guys, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Sylvia Blaylock, um, amazing, amazing soul. Please, 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 please um, uh, check that link. Sister Taraji has, um, dang, I'm crying a little bit. Sister Taraji has done a lot. Um, done a lot for the poetry community, has done a lot in her community, and no one, no one deserves to be without. And if we claim love, we ought to show it. We ought to show it. It's in the action. Please, please, click the link and um, give her something. Now, you already heard, if you give $20, you get a free book. And this is a free book from a dope artist. Who can beat that? Who can beat that? All right. Sylvia, we're going to put you on the couch and um, get a get a couple more pieces ready um, because we will be ciphering out in a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Sis. I shouldn't get to say it back because I muted her. My bad. <laughs> but we got 2.0 um, on the mic. Two four oh and um joint you said three. This is the third right here. Two four oh. Uh good evening, brother Kevin. How you doing? Good evening, say oh, that. How you man, I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Man, Kevin, man, bro. Yeah, I I I'm digging the information you had, man, and uh that's pretty good about the uh, you know, 
instead of self-publish me, get somebody to do it for you. I like that, man. That's pretty cool. I like that. They're gonna pay you life-changing money, man. They want your stories. Like we from yeah. the, we from where they reproduce these stories. We from there. We live that stuff. They buy these stories all the time and stuff. With some it's some dude with some stuffy dude at Harvard and Yale that got a degree to learn how to write this, and they they're giving yeah. it away all the time. Like the master class that's on the um. That's on the Facebook you see, man. Get that. Get that. They're going to teach you. They're going to get you anything straight up because this is another Jew. I got the Shonda Rhyme uh, uh, master class, and that's how I learned really how to perfect my craft, write my screenplays because she gave you anything you're going to learn in school. Oh, man, yeah, that's dope. In that yeah. master class. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's good looking out. That's good looking out, man. For real. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, so um, I'll give you your show back. Uh, yep. Say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! It's, your, it's also your feature. So the verbal mind dancer, aka I named him the professor. Um, this is a dope, dope artist. Uh, what do you have for us tonight? Yeah, I got something titled uh, "Talking Points." All right, so I'm going to get on into it. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, cool. Here we go. Talking points. Talking points are wasting time away from my issues. Political miscues are misused, distributed, and reused. Refuse to answer on basis of facts. Let me divert you to a few years back. 44 is black. Both sides acting whack. Both sides hiding facts. Both sides holding back. It's the talking points that have the layman taken aback. What the fuck has this got to do with the question at hand? You're bringing up points not related to the concerns of man. I ask you today, and you tell me back when. Political buffoonery won't baffle me, subsequently rattle me, condescendingly cattle me into a herd. Prod me with useless words, the absurdity of it all, lined in congressional halls. Another brother falls because of y'all lack of urgency in an emergency. It's disturbing we as a people. 45 is not the sequel to a prior life. He's the prequel to a higher life. Nuclear strife. Tiny hands on a button. High and mighty plan for destruction. Shit, I feel like cussing. This discussion isn't even taking place. You're diverting the query to another case. Another time, another line. Chess play my mind and pawn my questions. Talking points have with one lesson. What can you learn from a liar? The balls of some people want to be sire. Want to be higher than the highest. God almightyest. Are y'all fighting this or just going along with this fascist shit? Your wits or grapple with another useless struggle Or wrestle with your consciousness like you do when you burst that bubble Trouble in paradise Crumble on a pair of dice Snake eyes with fake lies, nothing is the truth Trumping actual proof, speaking so aloof Talking points go poof And boom Um, so you said, I need you to go to that line where you said, uh, 45 
did you say forty five is not the prequel to a to a yeah um, of forty five yeah no forty five is not the sequel to a prior life he's the prequel to a higher life nuclear strike um yes that right there um that's a key jewel um we we are not paying attention <laughs> we are not paying attention um this this is a dope piece um there's lots of jewels in here i gotta um hit the uh archives because i couldn't write fast enough <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to catch it i was trying to catch it but you come blow after blow um with with every piece you do um man that was a dope piece uh kevin i appreciate that appreciate that sis thank you yeah. Yo, Kevin, what you think about? <laughs> well, I'm trying to tell him. I can talk. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm muted. I thought I was muted again. I'm like, can they hear me? <laughs> but um, nah, it's hard. You know, you know. See, if I heard him give you the mind to the professor, you already know that your piece was gonna be jam packed with a whole bunch of knowledge. It's like a couple people that you hear when they spit on them on the mic, you already know that they're going to take you to school. So you got to have a couple things with you. You feel me? And, and, and most of all, you got to have an open ear to hear what they, you get to, you get to enjoying the piece and snapping and getting in the rhythm. You're going to miss a lot of, a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's easy mm-hmm. to get caught in your rhythm. It's easy to get caught in your rhythm and your delivery. Kind of like Sylvia was uh, blessing me with, you, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the same thing because, you know, you can kind of like see it. You know, you're just not a spitter. You're a performer. You feel me? And and, and heard it the same way. Y'all performers, when you hit the stage, it's different. You see it different. You feel me? I'm, I just tend to Ryan shit. Wow. Man, that's, that's, a, that's a big compliment coming from you, my uh, brother. I mean, you know, wow. But, uh, man, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Say that. Okay, no doubt. No doubt. Say that what it do. <laughs> hey, um, I, we appreciate your wisdom. Um, it's it's like going to summer school. You get all of what you missed while you was out here claiming you living. <laughs> you get it all <laughs> at one damn time. And if you, if you ain't writing it down, you're lost. You're just lost. Um, I, I appreciate you um, so much. Uh, big brother, we're going to put you on the couch, get a couple more ready, because uh, we will be getting it in in a little bit. All right. I'll be around. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Oops, my bad. Put him in the green room. Yeah. My bad. The so, 847. Um, 847 on the mic. Are you trying to hide, Kevin? <laughs> What? Eight four seven. Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I got one question. I just want to know how I can be as legendary and as epic as you, Kevin Smith. All you gotta do is be you. Straight up. We already know who this is. Ain't no hiding. There's only one dude. Everybody knowing eight four seven. If you're in April, <laughs> you feel me? 
Ain't nobody else. <laughs> I ain't even go front. I'm sorry. Say, say not to so be confused. Not, not to be confused fresh? with his cousin 24-7. That's all. Is, is this well, the I fresh think. air that they blew in? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. <sighs> oh, yes. actually, I'm talking about. I have a question for the, the Kevin Smith. Good. Man, you are very, uh, let me just say this, you are multi-talented, as we all know. In my, in my opinion, a genius. In so many different regards, but I definitely want to know. My question is this: What keeps a person with the mind of a Kevin Smith focused? What keep what what keeps you inspired every single day? Because you could be doing a lot of different things, a million different things, and the focus be on that. But what keeps the artistry? What keeps the focus there to want to keep the artistry going amongst anything else you could be doing? I have fun Like everything else is You feel me Like this is fun Cause like Eric Thomas Like one of the motivational speakers I want to get it Eric Thomas Cause you'll hear a lot of like ET And different motivational speakers Inside what I, what I spit on my timeline And all that But anyway Eric Thomas say you will never be rich. You can't do what you do now for money for free. If you can't do that for free, you'll never be rich because you'll never be happy doing what you're doing, what you do. Wow. Right now, you don't never, you, they don't never got to buy a book. I don't care. <laughs> I don't promote it. I don't care. Book sales don't make me. Likes don't make me. You feel me? That wow. don't matter. Like that, that quote, that, that little meme I got up there right now where he say, don't let your limitations your limitations don't matter to me. You're Eric Thomas right there on the little on my avatar right now. Like your limitations don't matter to me in my world. They don't. Like oh you ain't you can't do that. Oh you can't get a major deal. <laughs> your limitations don't matter in my world. Why? Because I, I set a goal for myself. I set a goal for myself to be have a net worth of thirty five million before I die. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't hear you. I can't hear you say I can't do it. Fuck man, forget that. I, I can't hear you say I can't do it. Because you know why? You know why? When the lioness is scared, when there's so many buffalo running by and they standing there and they trying to get it, they trying to get it, that lion got to come up and, yeah, are you a lion? Like, seriously, are you a lion? When your goals, your goals on the line, you feel me, your survival on the line, are you a lion or are you a gazelle? Because they see wow. each other different, right? A lion see a gazelle, that's food. Gazelle see a lion, he say, run. You feel me? Your goals on the line. Like, what? What, what do you really want out of life? I want thirty-five million because I want my I want my kids to be comfortable. You feel me? I want everybody around me to be comfortable. This ain't even funny. That's what wow. keeps me focused. That's my why. My why and having fun keep me focused. You feel me? My why and I have fun accomplishing my why. Seriously, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, that was. That, that was not only the dopest answer that I could have not thought of, but that the reason it was dope to me is because of the sincerity involved in it. Like, I actually heard your heart speaking when you answered that question. And then on top of that, you already you knocked out the second question. I had two questions. You knocked out the the, the second question. My, my second question was going to be, what's, 
what's the end game look like for you? What do you want to see in the fruits of your labor? And you just said you want to see everybody around you happy. <laughs> Man, that's that's it. That's it. Man, Man. for real. That's what Dane Dane say that. Dane Dash. You ain't you you feel me? Everybody gotta eat. Period. Everybody. No matter how much, whatever. Everybody eat. Everybody eat. One person make it, everybody eat. Because when they eating, when you eating, that's when you're gonna be your most creative. Don't give a fuck if I ever write another one. See look, what I know right now, I don't have to do nothing artistic. Nothing artistic. I can get my other motherfuckers to do it for me and I can I can reap the benefits out of your artwork. Cause I can put you on. I can hook you up with this hookup and this hookup will get you on. You feel me? I choose choose not to use them hookups because I have fun being an artist. I ain't trying to make it a job like that. I'm having fun. I'm having fun being an artist. If I blow up on in the meantime on my time, I can say I was a self made man with help. You feel me? <laughs> man, 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 man. Well, let me let me just say this real quick, bro. You inspire me like none other. I'm gonna say that because I don't ever talk to you and there's a half a dose of energy. Never. Every time I talk to you, bro, no matter how down I am, depressed I get, no matter what the situation is, man, you always exert this exact same level of energy to where I can't even be upset when I'm off the phone with you or just, you know, just contact with you. And I always, uh, I talk to Kevin Smith, you better believe Kevin Smith is going to be excited about whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Whether we talking about, uh, you know, what's, what's, what's getting ready to go in these, uh, Yes, I also have that same testimony. Um, he he gives life and builds people up. It's just who he is. Um, and there's no no re- you can't be down. You know, you may start off down. Um, when you begin talking to him, but after you're done, shoot, you feel like you can break through brick walls and jump. <laughs> exactly. I can. I'm trying to put you on my level. I try to put you on my level. The only reason I can't walk through this wall is because I can't make the atoms of my body vibe, right? I can't get to burn my brain to say <laughs> I can walk through that wall. But once I get my brain saying I can walk through that wall, goddamn, we watch. That's real as hell. Damn, that's real. <laughs> That is real, brother. That is real. That's what's up. So, I know you brought something to the mic. Always. Always. Something. Um, um, Okay. I've probably spit this a few times on here, but it just seems to be my favorite piece lately, so I'm going to do it. The name of this piece is entitled... More of you. Forgive and for they know what they do. Forgive them, Father, for they know what they do. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. 
I know you don't hate me. I know you don't hate me. In fact, you despise your forefathers for their evil ways. Would like me to see peaceful days and forget about when we were slaves. I get that. I also recognize that you're on the front line of the stars. Wanting me to say it's okay because our family's parched it. You're just as sick as it is I am. Raising your right hand as a white man to defend the rights of black lives that matter. I also know that you don't raise your kids to preach bigotry or feed energy into a supremacy that forces us to repeat history. For those of you that hung beside us in the trenches, no, literally, for those of you that hung beside us in the lynchings, shedding your blood to defend the rights of the oppressed, I just wish there were more of you. But that wish will be granted when the slaves on each passage become waterproof. Sometimes at night, the walls of the old plantations talk to me, asking how much it costs to free us of our new slave masters. You know, the ones who fabricate our strength like the Luke Cage actor, but the deception is nothing to marvel at. Instead of 40 acres and a mule, there's a low-income trap next to a government laundromat that stays on spin cycle. And as, you, as soon as you admit that they don't really care about us, well, that's when they do you like they did Mike. Even Prince tried to warn you about the snow of April, about how they home invade you, looking for the same substance that they know they gave you, underlay for the overplay. Crack turned off families in the zombies, thrilling nights with no Ola rays, while our kids rollerblades instead of rollerblades. Recreational programs thrown away to be budget cuts. And you wonder why our little boys look for a gun to bust little girls no longer double dutch the way they used to. Silent weapons for quiet wars. Our casualties were unaware that they were even white, blinded by the speech enticing America to be great again. Forgetting that for America to be great again, we'd have to make amends with freedom no longer existing so we can go back to being slaves again. I can't pretend that we're not still in the trenches. When you apologize and want peace from a heart filled with forgiveness, I'm just not ready yet. And the heavy debt owed can't be settled while the fight continues. Over 400 years of oppression is still not adding up in life's residuals. So, for those of you that hung beside us in the trenches, when them boys who stopped reading rights and decided they would kill us, using your voice to defend the rights of the oppressed, I just wish there were more of you. Forgive and fight for they know not what they do. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. That's that piece. Man, that was that was real. Um, that was real right there. Um, like you always come from real life standpoint, um, and we are not we're not paying attention. We're not um, dope as always. Kevin, what you think about that? Oh man, that is a fire! Like. You know what I'm saying? It made me, like, I had, I could have cut in, like, on that last forgiving, 
and, you know, did a collab right there. I was gorilla. I was about to do it. Like, seriously, I was just about to do it. But then, I, you know, I, back, I backed off at the last minute because, you know, he, she hit me and said somebody was in it too. So I was like, nah, I'm going to let him slide them on. But that's how that, that's how dope and necessary his pen is. And each and every each and every piece that um, Oxygen, like, spit, it's like a complete uh, piece because he, he, like, a hip-hop artist or a poet in the old griot form because he tell, you know, ghetto hymns or he tell the hymn of the community that he's from, you feel me? And his mm-hmm. music just not like on the on the outside. It's music on it, like metaphorically, you feel me? Because he talk he talking about the songs of the hood, like in the old the old uh, fashion in the Harlem Renaissance fashion. You feel me? Like like we could sing or we can talk about this love stuff. We could we could go out here and make vanilla music. You feel me? We can make vanilla poetry, or we could talk about the realness. This is what's actually going on. This is the ill. This is the consciousness. This is what's up on me that's going on out here that don't nobody want to report about. And then every piece that oxygen, you know, write, spit, come up with, I have privy to, you know, hear it now and then or whatever, you feel me? It's always like that. It's like super complete. It's like a story, like super complete. That's why, you know, much respect to his pen and the craft, no doubt. Man, love, and if that's the case, brother, you already know how we how we connect. All three of us, you already know what it is. Crown and KS. I want and I challenge the pen of KS to give me another side, not even another side, but give me a collab on that piece right there. On that piece right there. I got. I want. I, I definitely need that. We need that. Yeah, yeah. I like the piece is called "More of You." If you already know the concept, you know, I, we got we got a lot of uh, even in the slave renaissance and even before that, we've always had people of the other color that um, the color that has been has oppressed us and has done us wrong for generations to come. We've always had those certain few that have come up and said, "Well, wait a minute." Y'all can hide out in my house, you know what I'm saying? And then when, they, when, the, when, the, when the slave owners come, um, when the slave masters come or whatever, we, we don't tell them that you ain't here. You can hide in the basement. You can hide in the pantry. The ones that uh, helped us escape also through the, through the mm-hmm. Underground Railroad and put us on trains, we've always had them, but I just wish there were more of you. You know what I'm saying? I just wish there were more of you yeah. to make a difference. And, I, and I'm, 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 man, I'm excited to where your pen is gonna come with that, and uh, of course, Crown. If you feel the need, if you feel, uh, if you feel like if you're up to it, I, I would absolutely love to hear your point of view too. Definitely, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I will, I will um, get that together. Um, y'all need to get with me. Um, I, I, I see it, I see it coming. So yes, yes. And thank y'all for having me. You know, I'm here. I'm I got a whole arsenal waiting. I just wanted to get that out of the way. But you let some other people come in and uh Ox is right here. I ain't going nowhere. I'm here. All right, we're gonna oh, yeah, put you on sure. the couch. For sure. We have yeah, mother sure. we, we got time. Oh, we got time. For sure. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate yeah. you, bro. Save me. She rushing me off. She hitting the applause button. No, like, I'm not. It's just, up, be. Rap that Mama up. O wants to talk to Kevin. 
Mama O want to talk to Kevin. I'm going to get her in right now. I'm going to get her in. You know, you, know, you know how we act up in here. I ain't trying to get no welfare. I ain't trying to get in trouble. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Love I'm you, Ike. I'll in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is oh, um, a little I'm after bad, the bad. top oh. of the hour. This is Manifest Destiny Radio. The show is Say That. I am your host, Melissa Elberton. Shout out to our online callers. If you'd like to participate oh, in tonight's no. show, please call 619-924-0845. and press 1 to say that. Thank you for all the callers that are in queue and those that are listening we appreciate you if you haven't already pressed that one do that because you already know we love the way you say that tonight's show is sponsored by bmc black media co-op together everything is possible mama oh you are on the line yes you are I, uh, you said two one six, right? Yes. Yeah, two one six open. Hello, Mama O. No, this is Mama O. This is Panther. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Good. Um, not, this is the only one in the queue, so. You open, so. Hold on, I, I gotta. Um, I don't think she wanted to. No, she didn't even want to get on because she didn't even raise her hand. So yeah, you just you shot out. Uh, so her, her call dropped. Her call dropped. Oh, okay. My dossier is not my fault. Okay. Honest mistake. So I know you didn't have your hand up either. So we didn't mean to pull you on That's and okay. see you out on air. Yeah. Who's That's this all right. This is Panther. Oh, yeah. You ain't got your hand up. See, look at you lurking. I'm hiding. <laughs> it got caught. It got caught. Look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she back on? Is she back on? Did she? Oh, yeah, she is. All right. I'm going to sit you down, Panther. All right. All right. Appreciate you, though. That's what's up. <laughs> I wouldn't even knew you was here. Yeah, you got caught. <laughs> Mama. Hey baby, I'm having such a hard time. I heard the dedication. Thank you. I appreciate it so much, and I'm really appreciative to appreciate your chit chat to your team. You gave us about the the book. I'm so nervous, upset because and I come home, can't find the stuff I went to to buy, trying to get comfortable. I heard the stuff on my way there. So let me get home so I can. You know, they Kevin know I heard the dedication, but that was not the one, Kevin. <laughs> I kept telling them. No, I kept telling you. You didn't title it. You just went in. There was no title. You just went in. Yeah, um, and it was the last show. I think it was a. I think about three or four shows ago. Well, it'll be that for y'all because y'all do every other week. Okay. So maybe maybe three shows ago. Yeah, but I can't remember. It was that either. One. I know that one. What he did. Yeah, it was either that. Because I know she put an event page. 
she put in the event page, you made her come up out of her basket right. <laughs> to drop right. stuff. Uh, I think that was that was the, the I think last that was show. Some of the new stuff. I think that was yes. like, well, nah, that's probably one of the new stuff. I, okay, well, yeah, I can, I, I can, I can get on, I can dig it, cause you about to, you about to drop piece or you about to, uh, I know, I, but you, you are, you about to come through, yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna let oh. you do that for me. You can do that for me first, then I, and then I'll, cause I'm all discombobulated. If you can pull it up, whoever pulled it is up faster, cause I was just ready to leave and go back to the store, cause I lost what I went to the store to get, trying to rush in here so I can hear the Kevin Smith. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, cause I didn't, uh, cause I thought it was uh, yeah. who taught you to hate you, cause I I did that one on the last episode. I like that episode. too. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that that's a close second, but they about two different things. The other one used getting on the government's ass. It's more political and all the stuff. You know, this one used kind of make people think about you know why they can't learn to love themselves and all the things that we have positive about us, which is you know is great too. That's just not the one I was uh, looking for. But it's, you know, the one. Yeah, you know, the one that you want to sit down with the government, that, I think it's that one. Everybody want to speak the truth to people and profit off their salvation, like prophets in the hood would go over now and contracts their opinions to the very people they despise. And when confronted about it, who, like a night owl, dodging responsibility for their actions. I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson, flying the coop of black movers because investing time to speak in the truth and your opinion. Accrues no profits in the hood. Zero tolerance for Caesar Nero's plan with the clarity of silver, copper, and gold to show tribute to the world's notes that they that don't fold. That's flugazy wearing false crowns like toupees, so I kick push past false prophets like Lupe while I rolled up Bible pages like Philly Blunt's vibe with demigods who inhale knowledge like psychedelic hope, but they're all weed heads, so they ain't no real help though. Because God sells drugs and nah, this ain't the one. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the one. It's the one where you say you want to sit down. Listen, listen. It's the one where you say you want to sit down and have a talk. Oh, you remember? Yes. With the yeah, I don't know where I. <laughs> that was okay. yeah, with the government. Yeah. Well, if you oh, find wow. it before the show, if you find it before the show is over, yeah, I find it. Was, I know which one you need now. Yeah, I know which one you need. Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna go ahead and do my piece because I still got to run back to the store and re get my my shit that I had got and lost. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, this is the one I'm gonna do for cancer uh, on the program Friday, so I need practice. So I might as well practice on y'all. <sighs> But I'll be live and direct, and I'm scared. I'm scared, y'all. Mama's scared. <laughs> what? Because uh, I'm too wow, old. Yeah. I already put it on my son, Kelly. I tried to get him on here, but he keeps acting crazy. Uh, he's an Aries like us, Kevin. So, you know how that is. He's going to get me a piece. I said, I don't want you to send me no piece. I want you to do the piece. So I told him this time, get ready to do this piece. He got all quiet on me. I mean, he wild as fuck. But every time I yeah, act like I do, <laughs> act like I, I, like I'm supposed to not have no nothing to say about nothing about sex or nothing. Okay, so I, I hope he comes see me Friday. <laughs> <laughs> he got all quiet. He got all quiet on the phone when I told him he'll do this with Friday. <laughs> Here we go. It's called Revolutionary Lover. I have a revolutionary man. He is my love and my lover. He makes me. He makes me remember that I am an empress. All I need when he comes home 
is that wood in his hood. I need that wood in his hood to give me back my self-esteem. He motivates me to forget the pain. I said I need that wood in his hood to make me forget the difficulties of slavery. See, I have felt the whips, and I have felt the chains, and I have defiled in every single way. The world is against me. I've been hated. I've been talked about. But when I come home, I don't know nothing that's wrong. I don't know nothing but good because I need that wood in his hood. Oh, it makes me feel so good. I need my revolutionary lover to take the pain away and make me smile. He holds me and caresses me. He stokes me and coaxes me out of my shell. He frees me from blame, takes away the shame. Needing to be with me, I need to be with him. Close to him is so comforting. I feel protected with my revolutionary man. With him, I feel safe because it's dangerous out there. My revolutionary lover is like no other, and I need that wood in his hood to make me feel good. With each stroke, we be yoked by the same yoke. He freed me from the pain of mental slavery. My revolutionary lover accepted me exactly the way I am. He even likes my nappy. He don't want me with no yakky. Don't need it to make him happy. But I need that wood in his hood. Oh, with each stroke, he kills the downpressor, the downpressor, the oppressor who tries to make us feel lesser. But I don't need the pressure. My revolutionary lover invokes my self-esteem. He gives me back my dreams. He lifts me up. He holds me up. I need that wood in his hood to inspire the empress in me, expressing gratitude, a new attitude. Baptize me in the name of your life-giving properties. Give me that thick liquid, unzip it and flip it. Give it to me. Sanctify me. Take away my difficulties. Deliver me from mediocrity. Make me holler. Mercy me. Anoint me with your double-jointed phallus. Free me from the callus. Inhale me like smoke from your chalice. I have been colonized and victimized. I need a man to be aware of my conditions, our conditions. We are under the same conditions. I need a man with a plan, a man that's not asking permission, a revolutionary man who understands that it's death to the oppressor man. Extreme situations require extreme solutions, and I need that wood in his hood. I don't need all that foreplay. We can play after you set the captured free. Sanitize me with your spit. Unzip it and flip it. Now let's get busy. Fill me up with your pump. Bathe me in your holy water. Let me wade in your stream as you make me scream, shouting out your name. I'm coming back from a long, long way. Let's chant down Babylon while bouncing and chanting and bouncing and chanting. Chant down the agony. Bring me the ecstasy. We stay busy getting that sexual healing. You are stroking me softly while expressing our feelings. Your radical spit reaches in and up and out through my body. Your spirit touches me 
Lay your hands on me. Now, anointed, I am ready. I will never leave you leaking. You must to bust. Revolutionary lover, make me chant and cuss. Tell me your lyrics. I will surely give you mine. As we stay on our grind, yeah, we hump and bump, we hump and grind. I feel this wood always good. He told me I was innocent, and the rest were found guilty. He's going to make me plead, sick of this bureaucracy. My revolutionary lover is on top of this, too. It's just double-jointed phallus. He is changing conditions. He hushes me from making noise. I cry and laugh at the same time, filled with abundance of joy. Can't help making that joyful noise. I have a lover that makes me chant and sing. He shows me love, not lust. I can't leave him leaking. He must have to bust. So he tells me to hush. I can't stop chanting. He took his wood out of his hood, unzipped it and flipped it. He rocked it and bounced it. Finally, I am no longer a slave. I'm free. I weep. He went in deep. Like a baby, I can sleep. We live for the right. We don't live for the wrong. A revolutionary man to keep me strong. He has my back. He's not just watching my behind. He reasons with me, so he knows my mind. Revolutionary man, oh, it's me, he spends time. He puts me in the mood, he makes me chime. Makes me chant and chime. Because I know that he is mine. And with that wood in his hood, he makes me feel like repeating the chorus over and over, depending on the allotted time. But I've took enough time, so I won't even read the end of this rhyme. But I can say deathly to the oppressor. No matter who they be, my warrior never dances with the enemy. In peace. Yes, Lord. <laughs> to every bit of that. To every bit of that. Kevin. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah, I'm right. Yo, man. I'm just caught in the pole, like, speechless, like, real talk, real talk. You feel me? Because, like, rarely you hear a mix, you rarely hear a mixture, I mean, you rarely hear where, how can you put this, where people have the ability to put so much into the into their work. Like, you can feel how the sense, <laughs> the sensualness, I can't never say that word. You know what I mean. I, I know. It's the sensuality. <laughs> yeah. I think, Kevin, I think I did it before. I didn't do the long version like I did now. I think I did the short version for you before. And I'm not sure about yeah, you. I think you're the one that told no, me that. Uh, that I well, put, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. That I put sexuality into a political poem and made it. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I was going to go again. That's exactly where I was going to go again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, Although that? I don't remember. Because <laughs> that's what I get for that piece. Yeah, thank you. I can't really make it too serious because my son's up there looking at me, up there looking at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> you know, Mama, what is you up there doing? What you talking about? Something that would join it. He might leave my shoot. I need that. I need that wood in his hood, honey. <laughs> <laughs> How you think 
It, it's longer than that, but I just wanted to do a little practice on it, so I won't be so stuttering when I when I get up there because I'll be seeing people looking at me doing that piece. It's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I, I have that experience. But um, we already know you're the all-around queen, so we know you're getting it in. We know we you will get it in. Yeah. Thank you. I need the, um, the confidence. Yeah. Thank y'all. Kevin, that's all you got for me? <laughs> no, he, he's going to do the piece. He's going to do it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do the piece, but but we uh, really we got you know this is hot in here. I'm just I'm trying to keep it together on these boards. You know y'all want to curse me out and stuff, but I know I'm trying. God ain't done with you. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'll be listening. All right. I'm gonna listen online. Oh wait, I can't listen online. The show might cut off. Okay, I have to listen on here. I don't know what okay. the show gonna cut off. All right, I'm gonna mute myself. All right. We have 10 minutes before we go into overtime, 10 minutes before overtime. For those that are listening online, if you'd like to participate in tonight's show, please call in 619-924-0845, 619-924-0845, and press 1 if you'd like to say that. All right, Kevin. There's no six four six. There's no six four six or three oh five. They drop so uh-huh. we gonna so after that it's seven five seven and then I have to now and then five eight five. Seven five seven then five eight five. So y'all know this is the this is the the joint because I'm you know I heard in, in the inbox right now. Ah truly. <laughs> so um there you 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 know those two, we don't keep ahead. So seven five seven, we know who that is. Hey, hey, what's going on, man? Trying to survive, man. <laughs> Drowning. Hey, good family. Hey. I called in, got knocked off, got called back in. I'm here. What's up? It's good I, to hear. I, don't know. I think it's her show. I think it's her show, man. I think it's her show because so many it's so live. I don't really like to brag on. No, that see, what, see what happened. Yeah. What happened was was I was I was like, yeah, I'm determined to spit. So I went into the section knowing nine out of ten times mm-hmm. I was going to use signal, but that's how dedicated I was to spitting on this show, son. And I walked too far to where I had no signal at this session. Click. I was like, oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> right, call back. <laughs> So, but no, um, yeah, man. Shouts out to Oxygen. I'm glad I had to come right after him because I'm gonna try to be singing and stuff. And then Mama O with the sensual, revolutionary, conscious erotica. I see you. I be digging. I dig mixture of vibes like that. So you know, she inspired me to do something <laughs> close to it. I ain't gonna kill it like she just killed it. But that hey, definitely gave me but you new ideas. Did you so. miss Sylvia? Hey, I mean, yeah, I heard her. Shout out to Mama too on that love though. That's what's up. She shouted out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. shouted you out though. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny yeah. too, cause so, that's yeah. the vibe that I'm kind of breaking. But um, I want to piggyback off of earlier conversations, bro. I didn't talk to the big homie a couple times, and every time I talk to you, man, and I tell you this, I always, always grab jewels. And I think on Monday I told Sylvia I have a jewelry box of gems with her name on it. 
I could honestly say the same thing about you, bro. Like, like I've moved so many different times in so many different ways. Go, you know what I'm saying? Go cash me. Just cash off conversations, them in, bro. You don't need to keep real, them in, cash them in. Like, cash them in. For real. Yeah, don't keep you them, know what I'm saying? Don't keep them, Cash them in. Cash them in. Like, real talk. Got you. I'm a part of the mess out of them jokes, bro. I got you. Yeah. We're part of over here all day. Have fun. Enjoy <laughs> now. Enjoy now. Like, real talk. We want ours now. Right? That's what we moving. We moving. We want ours now. Right, right, like, right. Your energy. Like, high energy and always be up because you just woke up. You feel me? That's what my thing be about. That's why he's so cool. He's so mellow. You feel me? He jazz, right? That's why I always. That's why I had you on the um, on the on the uh, variety show with me because it's you know polarity. Anything in polarity is gonna work because that's how the universe works. And opposites, good and evil. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta have that balance, like because I'm so ah, you feel me? And he's so, uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like rock and roll and jazz. <laughs> You feel me? You feel me? Right, like, right. Yeah, so it's a healthy balance. But I, healthy I say, balance. I say one thing about it though is like everything, everything you know what I'm saying. That original has that little bit of soul in it, regardless if it's jazz or blues. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it has that that soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's soulful, it's tied to something. You dig? So definitely. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, that's what I basically that's what I was trying to say, you know, I just don't get you know, I'm more out with it like bouncing around like I need like I need to some really. You know what I'm saying? But basically that's what <laughs> I was trying to say right there is just like, you know, for even in my really moments, it's like you're there like you the you the you the you the boom 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 you the baseline, right? You feel me? Because it's really the bass line that, that take is the heartbeat in the drum line because the drummer's going to get on me like, really the drum, though. Now, it's really the bass for me because you can feel that because it's like that boom and it resonate and, it, you know, reverb in you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You like that that, that bass line, that always that steady, constant reminder of reality. I appreciate you know, that, way out in the universe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you remind me to, you know, keep my feet planted on earth. So that's why I respect it's, you. It's crazy because I'm usually, I'm usually the one that's all out of, you know what I'm saying? I'm all wilding out. So, you know, it's funny who bring balance to certain things on certain occasions. Got to switch I, up. I ain't nobody on my wild out. Ain't nobody on my wild out. Right. Right. So I wild out, but you wild out a little bit more. Understood. Right. Right. A right. Bit more. Like real talk, you wild out just enough. So I wake up, I'm like, hey, you got that bill money? Right. So I'm going to go ahead and spit this. See, you don't even know what that means. You don't even know what that means. <laughs> 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 no, I didn't even know. To be honest, I didn't even know what that means. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to talk about it. I woke up in jail. I didn't woke up in jail. I didn't woke up in jail. I didn't woke up in jail. That's real. You better get me a trouble. You better get us a trouble. You better get us a Hey, Liz, what's going on? Hey, S.Y.A., I'm so glad you came. Um, I'm quite sure you have something to drop on the mic for us tonight. (laughs) We're we're waiting to hear from you. The mic is yours. Cool, cool, cool. Appreciate it. Uh, For anybody that ain't familiar with this voice, S.Y.A., a.k.a. Um, Here we go. Um... I don't really got a title for it, but I'm playing with it. There we go. Nobody's fault but mine. Nobody's fault but mine. 
If I die and my soul be lost, nobody's fault but mine. And he did hindsight send his process growth as thoughts rearranged regular residing rituals that I wish to alter, body stretched over altar, bending backwards like melanated rainbows as I search for the coins I lost years ago from my eyes and that pot of gold. See, I'm trapped in no saintly, feel trapped in my walls, no saintly sanctuary, no angelic pictures in these pixels that stain the glass to the soul's windows. I sit back in the Anna Jones trying to roll through these temples of doom, finding hope's treasure trapped in these shifting sands. I don't think you understand. It's like I'm left with prayers bending like unopened letters of actions, hoping this bell doesn't get back, turn, turn back to the, to the sender, hoping to leave this helpful center. Now, don't you understand? I can't always be an angel. Best quoted in the words of Nina Simone as I hope that my impact reflects my intentions. Nina's dimension. I just feel like I'm misunderstood, but nobody's fault but mine. Nobody's fault but mine. If I die and my soul be lost, nobody's, nobody's fault but mine. That's why it's that's a piece. Yo! Yo, like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Yo, I, I'm digging that. I am so digging that. Dude, I was not ready. I was not ready. Appreciate it. Yo, that that was that was hot. That, that was hot. Oh, that's my dog. Me out the head. Say that. Oh my, I said the n word too. But I be, you know, I be vibe. <laughs> my bad, my shit is like, but yo, yo, God, <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Bad, boy. I appreciate that, yo. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I have All fun. Right. I'll make you be happy. Well, thank you, SYA, for calling in, and thanks for drop, dropping that hotness right there. Um, I I wasn't ready. That. Good oh, luck, my gosh. Like, I'm trying to look at you, sir. I got to show out yes. for the fam, man, when I'm with the fam. I always got to show out, but definitely when I'm with the fam, got to definitely switch it up. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, yes. just, I mean, look at the look at the bar and the par of the levels that's on this mic alone already, just hosting it. You know what I'm saying? And the people that came through, I can't come through halfway. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta, you know, gotta vibe with it. So I'm just keeping up, man, and trying to maintain the the value of everybody in this family, you know, the community. Big ups to everybody, and y'all keep doing y'all thing. All right, we're gonna put you on the couch. Um... All right. Next, forward on the mic. Hello? Yeah, 954. Go. I I think it's Adrian, right? 
No, Adrian is 305. No, you're not No, I'm telling you, she's these 954. No. I just inboxed her. And what number is it? She's 305. 305 area code. Come on, if y'all playing games, I swear to you, watch this. Nobody better not be playing no game with me right now. Because who sent you? Look, ain't no 305. <laughs> I'm trying to tell okay. you, look. You be asking, listen, I'm I'm looking, look at No 305. There's a 954 on here. Which she inboxed me and said she was 954. Oh, she said that right. I mean, she was on her other phone. She is 954. That was her other phone she was on when she uh, called the first yeah, time. Okay. So That's she's... We were both right. We were both right. Tom, hey, hey, hey. We were both right. 954, you're on the mic. You're welcome to say that. Well, tell her, pick up her other phone. 954. Text her on that phone. We tell her, pick up the 954 phone. She can hear you. Who cares? I can't hear her. You said she was you was talking to her on the three oh five, so text her on the three oh five and tell her to pick no, up the nine five. I just said she's she's on the nine five four. She's on the nine five four now. Come on. See look. Um nine five four, unmute your phone. Oh my bad. <laughs> okay. Oh really? Finally. But if the other nine five four would have just said, Hey, it's not me, then I, we could of course do that. Like so it's still not my fault. Take sort of kinda in a roundabout way. Mm, okay. Now I could do my intro because y'all didn't hear me. Hey y'all, I miss y'all so much. <laughs> hey, how are you been? <laughs> I'm okay. Um, go ahead and spit myself and get out. Well, first, get out your way. For everyone, for everyone who doesn't know who this is, can you introduce yourself? Oh, it depends on when you met me. Um, <laughs> if you met me through BPC, uh, maybe like ten years ago or so, then you know me as sexy and sophisticated. If you met me in the past five years or so, then you know me as Adrian. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I cannot wait to, to hear what you got. What's the work tonight? It's not much. I'm going to do what I'm doing. Get out your way. It's midnight here, and I got a two-year-old in the bed. So um, <laughs> um, I didn't know what it was that I was going to do. Uh, I haven't. Well, I thought I had a two-year-old in the bed. I got a two-year-old standing right here in front of me. Um, I didn't <laughs> oh, know gosh. what it was that I was going to do. Um, because hold on, baby. Because I haven't spit in like four years um, or so. Life just kind of took me on a um, took me on a journey, um, and I kind of fell fell out of writing. Um, and so I felt like it was uh, most appropriate um, to do a piece that um, I wrote not too long ago, and it is actually um, entitled "Write 
because it tells a very short story of how I began to write again um, after I stopped. So I'll go ahead and do this and get out of everybody's way. I poured into your soul. I poured out my heart to you. Effortlessly wrote poems about you. Sung neo-soulful songs for you. Cooked, cleaned, and dare I say, put my legs at ten and two and then came for you. Cried for you. Sometimes even lied for you. Was always down to ride for you. Probably would have even died for you. But no matter what, I just wasn't good enough for you. Search through and through to find out what would truly make you happy, make you smile, make you sleep in real late and then come home real early. But unfortunately, I've been convinced it's not me. Just wish you would have told me instead of filling my mind with fantasies of something that you always knew couldn't be because, well, you still loved her, you still cared for her, adored her, while you watched me consistently fight against her for something she already had, your heart. Hard to believe that you would deceive me after you gladly received me emotionally, mentally, sexually. Then you discarded me like a crumbled piece of paper covered with meaningless ink. And to think that in the blink of an eye, you inspired my pen to cry, denying my eyes the right to blur my sight so that I could do what I needed to do to bring me through, and that was right, and that's that piece. Even though it wasn't as long as you liked, that was to the point. Um, Dope. You've been gone away from the mic too long, Um, so welcome back. I guess. That was was your debut, pal. (laughs) Thank you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in need of an editor, this is the woman you want to look for. This is Adrienne Horn. Thank you, um, I've been sharing her um, her link. Uh, look her up. Check her out. Um, Kevin, what did you think? Oh, yeah. It was like... I appreciate story that. Again. Like, it was a lot... Oh, I'm I'm muted right. Oh, yeah, now it was like a complete. Yes, or am I muted on the board? Oh, okay, it was like a complete. Story. I can do that because you know I'm used to like TV where all that could be edited out. But since it's live, you know, hey, you know, God ain't done with me yet. But anyway, like complete story, like the rest, like the other top poets that came through. It's like yo, your content is like complete story because when you tell it. You so connected into the story, like you can tell that you you writing that from real, you know, saying like real characters, like how we say when we write the books, you know, you gotta write real believable characters. So when you spit your piece, and even with the nervousness, that that was something that was either present when you went away, right? So you ain't really fooled nobody because when as soon as you start to spit, I remember, <laughs> I can't hear, remember, <laughs> you feel me. So that was something that was present back then. So you really came back at, you know what I'm saying, like you never skipped a beat. So even though you went through, you just got more stories to tell, which is going to be, which is just exciting to see 
what you got, what content, or what you know, what what you got in the notebook to that you gonna release later on. So you know, big ups on that piece. That it was it was definitely heartfelt and emotional. Thank you, thank you, thank you well, so I much for you coming. Next time I spit. No, anytime, anytime. I can't promise you the next time I'll spit. I'll be around a whole lot more often. I can't tell you I'm a press one every time I. Come, but I I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, it was great, great, great hearing from you. Um, uh, like you said, uh, you 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 haven't skipped a beat. It was like you were living your next, you know. So now we get to hear what you were living. So yes, welcome back. So thank you. We're gonna. We're gonna put you on the couch, and uh, please listen to the rest of the show. I got you. Thank y'all. All right. Hey, I'm just gonna start sliding down. Like, what, okay. Who, uh, when who, uh, go ahead. Well, so, uh, how am I? Cause I forgot. How am I? Who next? Uh, who's the next? Winner. Let's see if we can uh, grab six four six. Who's that? Who? Yeah, I've been trying to grab it for the past couple of sheets. I don't see it really. Um, like is she really there? Like, I, is her hand not up no. or is she going? No, no, no. I'm all the way at, at the bottom of the list. I don't know why I got to verify to validate this, but I'm all the way at the bottom of the list. Like, there for you. It's not there. Is she telling you she's here? Oh, well, she was. Um, can you grab 215? Absolutely, positively, you know. Baby, baby. Yes! The CEO of What's Epiphany Radio, for real, the poet. How are you? Hey, what it is, what it is. Y'all tripping tonight. Y'all having a good time over here. And it's, it's, it's showing me, and I can feel it through the airways. How's it going? What's up, Kevin? Oh, man, you already know I'm on cloud. I'm not. I'm, you don't even know I'm on this planet called Cronus. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm just um, I'm in the project, and I'm really enjoying the program uh, from the beginning to right now, man. Y'all got my mamas up in there doing um, giving out um, uh, facial consciousness, and um, I'm just enjoying. It. <laughs> a consciousness facial and mama if you're listening I love you uh, that's one of my favorite faces <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to use that facial consciousness yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just get it tickles me to hear her any, when she do any type of erotica and everything because that's my mama you know um but it's a beautiful thing, y'all. You know, y'all got me smiling and laughing, and um, although that's not the atmosphere I have been sitting in. So what you guys are doing is providing nothing but joy, and um, it's just a blessing, you know. So I thank you guys for being on tonight. Oh, thank you. That's right. Yeah, no, no, no. So you know, this is one of the hardest shows I've ever tried to get on because most times I'm stuck at work. And um, but I said tonight I'm gonna make a point of just getting on there because if if just to say hello, 
you know what I'm saying? I just wanted my voice to be heard um, through this broadcast. But um, I'm going to do a piece whether I get caught in the broom closet, lose my job, whatever. Um, I'm going to do a piece, okay? Okay. Mike is yours. <clears throat> Thank you. <clears throat> the name of this piece is The Axe Forgets. The Axe Forgets. But the tree remembers. Strong, blackened oak tree, firmly grounded, wherever you planted me. Alkabalan, Mother Africa, from where you removed me, on ships carrying my seeds, DNA of royal lineage, Fari, Kibibi, Damba, Tita, the queen, the princess, the king, the prince, strong and majestic, from a land ancient, mind of all its nourishments, its nutrients, in a land where its people were worth just as much as each and every diamond picked, a people born of wealth. We are golden, godly chosen. Kings and queens, regardless of the wealth stolen, all that is material, all the possessions, minerals, and oils, but within each and every seed that was carried across those tragic seas, seas that bled the oceans that poured from our mother's womb from being cut deep on ships was carried the most precious things, the blood, the blood of royalty. Damba, Malia, Kabibi, Tita, kings of the world, the queen, princess, little girls, the prince, Damba, Malia, Kabibi, Tita, the true treasure is within the blood, marks with an X, hidden treasures, strong, blackened oak. By nature royally Growing strong Wherever you've planted me We are Akabalan Africa We are Adeyami Fit to be king Damba King of the world We are Fari The queen Kabiri The princess The little girl Tita The prince The little boy Nagasi Royalty Wealthy The Adobe dynasty The dynasty of the Este Of Nigeria We are Ghana We are Zulu Zimbabwe Soweto We are Kings, Adayame, fit to be, born to be Adayame, fit to be because we were born to be, despite the conditions, this is tribal, tribunal, I can hear the drums, within every Nubian, royalty worn on our sleeves with transparency, skin made to withstand the harshest elements and or calamity. We be, we be, we be kings, kings, we be painted, put on canvas by Pablo Picasso, we are Latin, we be Latin, Aborigine, Aztec, Caribbean, Moroccan, from the island of Calabalan, Africa, 
the motherland, ancient birthplace of the Nubians, all humans by Timbuktu, Peru, New Guinea, Zulu royalty, through the seeds planted long ago in a dream. I am awakened by the words of King Martin Luther King, who stood his ground in peace in the midst of a nation warring against descendants of African citizens. We are kings, grown weary of marching, being sicked on by dogs barking, no more sitting. We rise like Maya, uncaged the bird flies free as we sing. We are kings and queens born royally. Through the eyes of my child, I am king. Moonset, sunrise, I am king. And I am that blackened oak tree. I grow strong wherever you plant me. I can hear the drums within every Nubian. Royally, royalty worn on our sleeves with transparency. Skin made to withstand the harshest elements and or calamities. We be, we be, we be kings, kings and queens. The axe forgets, but the tree remembers for real. That was, oh my God, that was like a history lesson. Um, that was dope. Like the names, like I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to pronounce those names. It was, it's like um, listening to um, um, a, a teacher um, explain it to to the children that what they need to know. Oh my gosh, that I, you got to record that. You got to record that. That's awesome. I love that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yes. Once again, another one of the like the 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 the, the tops that come through, you know, and you're not just a poet or even a storyteller, a performer, and uh, how you deliver your pieces. What you probably uh, say that's probably you know um, talking about about the 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 the, the 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 passion that you deliver the piece with how you like your professor or a teacher telling the story but a teacher can tell a story but it takes you know somebody that's invested into the story like I said with the last one you can tell the, the, the emotion that went into you know writing that piece and you deliver through performing the piece so you're a true artist like the rest of the artists that came through bro. Yeah, it was like he turned into an elder in the piece and was, um, you know, educating um, and, and pulling pulling us up out of where we were to where we need to go. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank also. you, guys. It's, it's easy to get lost in. I don't know why. That I don't know. That's one of my, I was going to say downfalls, but I don't know. I guess something to look at as a gift, but... It's, I have to concentrate because I, it's easy for me to get lost within my pieces. So I, just, I think I take on what it is actually that I have written uh, just for, for understanding. Uh, Damba is kings of the world. Malia is the queen. Kabidi is mm. the prince. I mean, the princess. Kabidi and Tita is the prince. 
so, I, you know, in doing that piece, I just wanted to put some of the African um, names that we are known by in that piece. I actually wrote that piece for a show that Sylvia was doing, um, and that was like the opening for that event. Uh, I was introducing the kings and the queens uh, of that program. And I have a list of of names I didn't read after this piece, but um, uh, that I was presenting to the listeners. So um, thank you. Thank you much. And I think I will do a uh, track to that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I would love to hear that. Um, I can hear um, Rob on there. I could hear that in some music. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to catch up with Rob. Um, I've heard him on your show uh, the last couple of times, and it's like I wanted to do a piece, one of my African pieces, to him playing the drums. But by the time I got on, he had split out of there. You know what I'm saying? But big shout-out to Rob Morrow. You know, feel the vibe. Yes, definitely. Love you, Rob. All right. Um, thank you so much for coming. Uh, we're going to um, put you on the couch and um, hope you listen to the rest of the show. I will. One love. Baby, baby. One love. <laughs> All right. Kevin, you're up. All right. <clears throat> I don't want to public meeting with the president or invite the police chief to powwow on my land. I just want to talk to him, look him in the eye for lies while they told the line man to man. Maybe smoke some medicinal while I question them because I've been itching to ask the man. Whatever happened to the protecting the people? Were niggas ever part of America's great plan? Or is protecting and serving just an empty promise? Broadcast on the evening news as propaganda, a vehicle to push the 1% special interest products and brands because it's evident that their current policing agenda doesn't include niggas unless they're fleeing suspects with a culturally insensitive state, city, or a county sworn representative with a license to kill behind the trigger. Then like Bobby Fisher, they remember how to checkmate black kings whose lives to them don't matter with a white queen to H5 and three moves, Tennessee versus Garner, the precedent. And why murder by cops always ends with the charges dropped. Many series displaying diaspora's pride is interrupted by breaking news that shows niggas becoming so fool that the red blood makes the green grass grow with gang members organizing low-income villages for protection, quarantine behind yellow tapes so social mores so social and social mores young soldiers crew up for validation because Uncle Sam has a war on the diaspora nuclear familial nation and fallout retards our progressive ways of thinking but conscious bystanders are not innocent even though they are blinded by the red tape busting licks are you by guns walked across the border by ATF agents to terrorize the people that sacrifice humility for them to have a sense of freedom but don't get me wrong Uncle Sam got soldiers that be bleed PD blue organized for protection of their neighborhoods like gangs except these white kings except these white knights are legally armed with reflex sites locked on those that seek freedom justice and peace can you tell me what kind of a world are we living in where the color of my skin dictates the level of orange the police's terror threat level is currently in where a nigga gets called smart to let him know to dumb it down why dumb anglo kids have access to smartphones that mail order wmds then shoot up high learning institutions embarrassed to show his parents his report card that's full of d's 
Smart bombs are found in libraries and inside and outside of the hood that terror cells never visit. But excuses of unknown probability turn welcome acts into revolving doors. But smoke screens of Anglo-American excuses hide inside of information from domestic threats that could tear down that great Anglo nation. So to keep us stagnant and non-combative, they aim to shut down neighborhood libraries under the guise of limited funding while breaking ground on weed dispensaries since we've become hip to the malt liquor conspiracies. Uncle Sam spits compliments from the pulpit like Jim Jones, but impressionable minds need to stay away from America's Kool-Aid of communion. Judicial circuits delegates power to oath holders who are Holistic merchants while confiscating goods for from entrepreneurs turn loiterers, then slam like WWE actors and spread evil on police intercept while merchants while merchants on watch list price gouge products listed to cover minimal overheads to make rent for lease owners who plan to sell out the gentrifiers with no plan to develop storefronts and strip malls that employ community members who patronize the store with money that's taxed and used to fix municipalities in the hood, but black dollars run marathons to white neighborhoods so the 99 cents store is not godsend. It's a bottomless pit, a degradation where they sell food for less and all of the meat products should be removed from the shelves. Dark meat when consumed by diaspora people turn health your bodies into zombies they call E. coli possessed. And they salivate over expired meat, and we never question why food for less isn't allowed to in affluent neighborhoods, because the ghetto is the government's landfill, and Kroger incorporated bad products dumping ground. Uncle Sam doesn't give a fuck about niggas, and the chief of police is his head muscle. They'd rather see us dead than see us get ahead, so it's no wonder the police are killing my people with impunity. And, and neither the president or the police chief return my calls, emails, or requests to come holla at me, so fuck the police and the president. I ain't registered to vote no way. Impious. Whew, shit. God damn. 242, you're next on the mic. Hey, I got a damn thing. I can't get a. I got a. Whew, two four two. There ain't no two four two. Uh, Who next? Four two four. Four two four. There's two four two, four two four, and five four zero. Four two four. You're next on the mic. Hello, Miss Say That. Well, hello. It has been a while, King. How are you? I'm doing okay. Okay. Not too bad. Well, I was dealing with some health issues for a little bit, but I'm feeling better. Um, Well, good, good. For those who may not know, um, will you introduce yourself? Yes, this is Anthony Arnold. Um, I know you have um, a large, large arsenal of work, so I'm going to get out of the way, and the mic is yours. Thank you, Queen. Um, I usually write a piece for my birthday every year, and I don't really do anything with them, but uh, the one that I wrote for this year was kind of pertinent, so... uh, Without further ado, I'm going to do a piece called 57. In my 57 years on this earth, 
I thought that things would get better, that we would have come together, that we would have seen a brighter day. Instead, the dissent has come from within. Black men disrespect black women. Black women put down our men. Divide and conquer is the rule. When a simple tweet from social media causes black women to turn against a black man, a black man who was murdered because of words that were spoken of preference, the systematic murder of unarmed black men, the assassination of our children killed in the halls of learning, in the houses of God. Corruption in the police department, playing toy guns on the dead, unarmed. It's nothing new, though. They bombed their own citizens. Yet our children continue to excel in the classroom, in the arts, on the field. When a man with only one hand gets drafted to the highest level in his sport, and one gets accepted everywhere they apply. I can only hope my next 57 years will be full of love, peace, and soul. That's that peace. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this man's uh, work is uh, uh, very distinguished, and um the amount of detail he puts in is um is beyond um worth kudos um I appreciate you we're gonna uh set you on the couch and uh stay around for the rest of the show that I will blessings queen blessings you five four zero you're on the mic. Hey, how you doing, Light Skin? What's going on, Light Skin? I know you got something for the mic. But before I go into that, um, and uh, I usually freestyle, but um, something uh, was bothering me. Um, The institutionalized slavery that goes on in this country um, um, with the NFL, and uh, I want to ask you this, watching my poem. Uh, how, what do y'all think, as far as black people um, protesting, I, I guess it's injustice. Where do you think the state of black people are now, as far as uh, getting things changed around? Um, I, I think we need to do better. Um, I don't think... We're doing enough um, because when you look at our forefathers, those who fought before us, um, it was nonstop. It didn't go away. There was no lack. They continued. And I see a lot of inconsistencies in a lot of areas. And then, um, like with the uh, situation going on that you just mentioned, um, you know, a lot of people are taking in consideration they're going to lose some money. 
you know. So is the money more important than making a stance? You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think that we're not doing enough, and it's not, and it and it really isn't just about protesting, you know. Um, but uh, regarding protesting, we are not doing enough, and there's so many bandwagons that have so many holes in it. But the ER rooms, the the ERs are empty. There's no need to take polls because we're falling off, and it's our own doing you know, because we're not being consistent. I just think there needs to be more consistency. You know, Christmas time come around, you don't hear you don't hear much about protesting. You know, Easter comes around, right. you don't hear much because everyone's caught up in the ways of uh the world, you know what I'm saying? And and that's where my pet peeve is. And, you know, certain bandwagons I will not get on because I refuse to be hurt and damaged like I've seen lots of people. So, whew, okay, that's where I start. I agree. I agree. Uh, 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 King? Well, my, me, I'm, like, slightly different. It's like, you know, like the movements and stuff, yeah, I get that, you feel me, but I'm a little a little selective with where I, I, I lend my social security number to. So any movement, every movement is anti-government, but what you need the government number, my government number folks for me to join a movement. So any movement that want me to get my Social Security number to join, I ain't joining it because you ain't about nothing but agitating the problem anyway. Because that's my, that's my take on it. Like, we can go protest, but that's agitating the problem. Like, all we're talking about is the problem. Like, oh, they're oppressing us, they're oppressing us. Okay, they police themselves. Like, you get shot down and you get killed out here in the streets, they're going to have an internal affairs investigation. That's them investigating them. And then when they go under the law, it's more of them investigating or put judging them. So they're going to always get off. You feel me? It's, it's messy. Right. right. That we, I we totally agree with that. that. I totally it's agree with that. Why I, I, Wow. It's messed up that we subjected to it, but what we can do ourselves is, is 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 get out here and get on the hunt and understand that everything is like a jungle. It's like a plane. You feel me? All these different beasts out here, but you got to figure out a way to be the head beast of all these beasts. Like you got to be one king. You feel me? You got to conquer. How are you going to conquer? Because they divide and conquer all the time. Life or reality is nothing but a game of risk. You feel me? The person with the most pieces on the board at the end of the game that conquered the most land wins. What are you trying to conquer and accomplish that? And then race relations really don't matter. To me, it don't matter because they're going to hate me. I'm going to hate them. You know what I'm saying? When I go in my house, I'm going to say what I say. When they go in their house, they're going to say what I say. But when I go out here, I'm looking at you like, what kind of opportunity are you going to offer me or what can I manipulate out of you? That's how I see life. Right. They ain't nothing much more than me but numbers. That's how you got to look at them as numbers, opportunities, and get them for what it's worth. You feel me? Well, this is well. This problem is right on time, man. Because this is exactly I, like I, I just want to say this problem is dedicated to uh, not all white folks, but some uh, white folks have protested against the kneeling of Colin Kaepernick. This problem is dedicated to Roger Sleesdale. This poem is dedicated to that orange doofus uh, Donald Trump, and it's uh, dedicated to all these oppressors. So you can kiss my ass, uh, oppressors. So um, this poem is called I Will Stand. <clears throat> I will 
I will stand, my choice of these words. Oh, say, can you see? No, while my black people get murdered. Now, you want black to stand like we do not know what's going on? NFL, well, the hell with Roger Sleesdale. Make my intro to be very clear. These snakes let the brakes, evil intent on hell bent. Police murdering for years to set up against Black Panthers, so I stand. The hell I would not stand for a flag, only justice. We, you take a stand, you got, you get shot. I stand when people make KKK cops criminals. You are a damn lie, Francis C. Scott. No value. We police our own. Off the chain, only retain the rights for us to not be oppressed, the right to speak civil liberty. We know how we feel. Now keep it real, not to be anti-white or anti-any race. I am black and proud. I will stand against the courts that show us no love. My black people spray with the fire hose. You think about to rethink. Hey, crooked officer, you cannot hold us in chains. Slave master, we defeat you. Now fuck your flag. Now fuck your history. Now fuck your lies. You will stop attacking my people. Star Spangled Banner is poisonous. We will rise again. I stand to stop celebrating these crazy holidays. They have been the enemy forever. We kneel. Fuck that piece of shit rag. I stand with black history. I stand with black progress. I stand for black liberty. I stand not for who they force their will on me. I stand with the power in hand. Now let us all stand in black unity. Miss Automatic Charismatic, the lyrical engine, vibrating drive. That and that's why it's about that. the oppression. Yeah. Uh, that that was right on time. Um, um and very much needed. Um, that needs to be heard. Um and and we're at this point, you know. We we've come to this point. Um, and we need to continue to fight. Uh, we do. Um, and, and it seems like our fight is just for the right to be black. And that's that's messed up. That's messed up. Well, um, I, that the I, hatred I is so strong. Uh, and I think the hatred is so strong because they are afraid. They're, they're afraid of uh. us as a people. It, it, it. You know, uh, Colin Kaepernick said this. All he said was, "The flag is not stand. It's not representing what it's supposed to represent." And he kneeled, and uh, and nobody got shot. Uh, nobody got robbed. No, I kneeled. He reminds me what MLK used to do. When MLK would have peaceful. Uh, Protest. It made me. I, I threw up in my mouth hearing um, Donald Trump uh, show try a little fake show him some love. Um, and uh, this man was beaten down, uh, sent to jail for fight what's right. 
are penalized. Anytime you're fighting the system, you may get penalized. We try to keep you in your place. Keep you in your place. That's what they. That's what they think. Um, but penalties are are worth it, you know, uh, for the cause. Um, if we were stronger as a community, no one would lack anything. So they can penalize all they want to. You could take away. Um, you know, this substance, you know, hopefully everybody's saving and putting some up and investing so we won't be hurt, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we started uh, Black Wall Street with what? With their stuff? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's, we, we rely too much on the system. Um, like Kevin was saying, you can't fight something that you're you're leaning on. That's bull. Right. I agree with that. I, 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 I agree with that. I'm um uh I'm gonna do a show for Emancipation Day. I never celebrated Emancipation Day ever in my life. Uh I want to. I was never taught about Emancipation Day in school. One thing I ever heard about was Fourth of July and uh if black people ever research it, they know that uh black people are still in the cotton fields. Uh, during that time, and I think that black people, uh, I'm seeing as a black man, that we need to know more of each other more. We need to know more of ourselves and know what we'll celebrate. Because some right. people just celebrate anything, and they don't celebrate yeah, you know, African holidays. Yeah, we, yeah, we do it because our grand. Right, we do it because our grandmama did it, our grandmama did it because her grandmama did it, and her grandmama did it, you know, and nobody really knows why. But our own um, culture gets pushed to the side, and, and we're we're caught up in, in this. You know what I'm saying? It it sucks, man. It sucks. I agree with you. And thank you for thank you for the time, and uh, I, I believe that... Uh, Little by little, more black people are getting woke, are being woke. Um, and I, I, I'm i like a MLK. Uh, I'm not afraid of any man. I've seen the promised land. Uh, see, I just want to do God's will. I, I've seen the promised land. I'm not afraid of any man. And, uh, you know, and that that be it. That's right. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you for coming. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. But like, before you before you slide out, just like remember this, you know what I'm saying? Keep fighting. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't even tell who I am. Uh, I guess uh, <laughs> somebody think I'm light skin. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> light skin nation, stand up. Light skin nation, yeah. stand up. <laughs> Mr. Automatic Charismatic or Larry Shepard, um, same person, alias. Um, a Viper Network, uh, and um, I was talking to Light Skin about uh, networking and trying to bring uh, everything together. So I'm going to work with Light Skin and try to um, if you go to um, uh, com, working on networking, all, everybody, we should all come together with and, 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 and unity, all radio stations should come together. That's right. That's right. Together, everything is possible. That's the BMC way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Much love. Much love, Light. Much love.
Much love. Peace. All right. Five eight five, you're on the mic. Hello. Hello. Um <laughs> this who do we have on the mic? This is Ink Lips, aka Sakaya Rain. How y'all doing tonight? Hey hey Kevin. Sakaya. Sakaya. Okay, Sakaya Rain. I'm trying to get get used to I was I looked at it, I was like, Well, I'm not gonna pronounce that. <laughs> Wait for you to do it. Um, I like the way it's spelled, it's pretty. Thank you. So how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm looking forward to your show on Friday. Uh, we will be pushing that um, to let everybody know what's going on. Uh, Lady Inc., is that correct? Lady Inc. Radio, that is correct. Oh, awesome. Yeah, there you go. This Friday, yeah. this Friday, this Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kevin. Oh, oh. Is it good? Yeah. It was good. Oh, um, I heard, I I read on the event page that Kevin is Teddy LaBelle. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ah, that's cold. You put that out there. Uh, Nah, yeah, because that's, that's, we writing that little, we writing the, uh, yeah, because I'm picking (laughs) you on the, um, because we, 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 we doing that, that one I told you, that last book. That we writing that's tying the whole that like tying. The, well, I'm writing one with uh with with with, with Taylor. I, you know, she, yeah. I, she, I don't know. Y'all be having all these names, man. I can't. You know, I can just remember one. And listen, no, I can barely remember <laughs> one. So, <laughs> you forgive me. I'm so looking forward to this book coming out. I'm so looking forward mm-hmm. to this book coming out. I think it's gonna be dope as hell. I'm I'm so mm-hmm. um I'm excited. I'm excited about this thing. Yes, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, can't I drop say. no can't drop no can't drop no info about it. I was in it. I'm yes, I, I was I was going to <laughs> I know. Yeah, we can only give what was out there. Yeah. So yep. it, it's dope. Like it, the whole process is dope. I don't, I don't want to take up uh, all her spit time though, but the, the whole process is dope. Especially like um, learning how to write with somebody else. You feel me? So um, and you know, getting their tendencies and seeing how they develop, and especially how people are developing as as writers. Because I'm learning a lot too. You know, as from from Taylor when she kicked back. You know, that that feminine. You know, because I can't write that, so she. Oh man, it's dope. Like reading her stuff is like so dope. You feel me? It's awesome. That's what's up. What do you have for tonight? Uh, tonight I got a piece called um, "Me Versus Her." Little poem I wrote last month, and it's gonna be fire. Yes, most definitely. And before I sit, like. Working with Kevin has been an amazing experience, and I thank him for giving me this opportunity to work with him and to spit, basically to spit my excellence. It's And it's amazing to see his excellence through writing as well. I really appreciate it very much. That's all I love. That's awesome. 
I love. All right, here we go. This is me versus her. Whew. You stay telling me what she has and what I don't have. Parts you find pretty about me is what's between my legs and inside of my pockets. You find her pretty in every way. I care for you. You care for what I can give to you. You yearn for her love. I scratch to the surface to find the love you say you have for me. She's got long hair. Yours isn't long enough. She's a model. You're not. She's skinny. You're a big girl. She's got a million followers on Instagram. You don't. She's everything I'm not, but you still come back to me. Loving my body, you say, is too big. That's the only thing you love about me. Loving me in secret. Deep down, the love you speak to me, the love you claim to show me, the love you fake to keep me near, the love I keep holding out on hope on for five years, the love you take away for a week and give to her when she bores you or you bore her, you come straight back into my mind, my soul, my pockets, my heart, my dreams, delivering them the promise of true love that is here to stay. I believe every word of your script. Take you into my bed. You bow down between my legs, licking, caressing, chanting your love to me, how much you want me. I ride your stick like a porn star. We fucking to the dawn. Sheets lying on the floor from hours of connecting as one. I make you a promise that it will always be like this. I seal it with a kiss to the dome from your lips. I love you, babe. I'm not going anywhere. A month later, the closet is empty. Facebook is telling the story. You're back with your wifey. Here I am, bare, alone, and abandoned again. My heart cut and broke again. She doesn't have what I don't have. I don't have what she has. Her long hair, her skinny shape, her millions and millions of followers, her image you praise and love so much. I don't have what she has, and I'm glad. If that's all it takes for you to love someone, I was never the problem. It was your fake love. Mm. Um, you you posted this not too long ago, right? Yes, it was last Yes, I remember reading this. I was like, oh, my gosh. I think it was in um, the Say That group. Um, I was blown um, reading it because I'm like, yo, I think I've been in in this place before. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But the way you – it's it's like the way you write it out, the way you you go deep, and I love your style of writing. Like, and that's why that's another reason why I'm excited for the project to come out uh, with you and Kevin, um, because since day one, since day one that I heard you, I was like, oh my God, I'm a fan for life. Um, you are a gifted writer, gifted writer, honey, gifted, and don't let nobody take that from you. Oh, trust me, I won't. I won't. Thank you so much. And I'm very proud. Actually, this was the first poem that I've written in three months. Three months I've been on a writing poem. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I do know, I do know. I've been waiting for a long time for some work. That's the petty. Right there, that's the petty. But I've been waiting for a long time. And when she finally did let it out, it's been brilliant. So y'all just be yep. waiting for her to release some more stuff, though. 
Oh, yeah, I got yeah, some more stuff um, coming. I got some more stuff coming. I will be good. My blog, my blog, um, for the magazine I'm working for, it will be coming out either in June or July. Everybody. I work for a magazine, an online magazine called The Essence of She. We are currently working on getting our first issue together. So to read more about my work, to read my blog, Essence of She is where you have to go to read my stuff. And this Friday, I will be hosting a show on Blog Talk Radio on my show, Lady Ink Radio, to discuss colorism in America, alongside my co-host for the night, written by Bayhead. Written by Bighead is an amazing author, and I would like for you to check out his book, Guide to Love and Happiness. Guide to Love and Happiness. You will definitely fall in love with his wait, pages. Wait, wait, wait. Awesome. So the dude's name is Written by Bighead, and he got a book about love and happiness. Oh, don't start. Don't <laughs> start. <laughs> what? I was just wondering. I already know like, what you're about to say. About <laughs> like, did he think about it? Did he write a little bit of the book with the little head? <laughs> I'll let, I'll let you know. See, I knew, I knew he was going to play. It ain't recorded. I, I, knew, I knew he was going to play. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's all recorded. It's all recorded. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're we're sorry, written by Big Head. Don't you know? Don't don't pay attention to him. All right, I'm just gonna put it. All right, his real name is. I, I can't even reveal it on the line because well, he's a proper person. So, uh, yeah, don't don't do that. No, I won't. We're we're, we're good. We're good. Stop it, Kevin. All right. Thank you, um, Inklips. Sakaya Rain. I like that name. Um, thank you so much uh, for dropping that. Um, I'm looking forward to your show Friday and looking forward to um, more of your work. No problem. Thank you for having me. And peace, Patty. I'll be dealing with you later. All right. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Are we on all right, good night. Uh, what? We got like four minutes. All right. Do we have any more? Do we have any more poets yeah. on the line? Yeah, like yeah, like come on, it was full. Cool. Like we can't possibly course. You know you can't course through all these people okay. tonight. Like, and they, you see, they uh, just dropped off. I'm, I'm trying to get them on. Like the last one, she. No, nah, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, uh, 847. Yo, yo, yo. I just, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, this doesn't this mean everybody. Wait, let me see. I can just stay open. 386. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Hello? Yes. I, I didn't call, did I call you? Did we call you? Did we get on? Uh, you, didn't, you didn't call me yet, but I'm 386. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We're trying it's a lot. All right. Still got four Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The mic is yours. Hello. Hello? Yes. The, who do we oh, have on okay. mic? Uh this is Juan. Hello, finally. I get to hear you. The mic is yours. 
Damn, I'm coming. No, he did. Damn, he dropped. He ain't gonna even get back in. Oh. Damn. Oh my God. Oh, Are you serious? Yeah, I was looking at him when he dropped right off. Damn. Man, he's a dope poet. Like I haven't heard he him spit in so long. Oh my goodness. Well, I told him. Um, I told him. I can still represent these five. Oh, okay, no, he before before is still there. Three eight six is still there. Oh, he opening. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Now, now we got Hello. 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 <laughs> now we got you. Is that? Is, is, am, am I still here now? Or am I there? Yes. I yes. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. This is this. I'm, I'm going to try to get through this. This is called um, letter from an absentee father. <laughs> Dear